PA Turnpot is brought to you free by Anchor. On this holiday-themed episode, we'll get Joel's Take 5 review. North American sports leagues are being destroyed by COVID. The Sixers had a huge win in Boston. We'll talk Week 15 and Week 16 NFL. We'll break down the NBA Christmas games. And in the spirit of the holidays, we'll give our top five Christmas or holiday-themed movies. But first, a word about our presenting sponsor, Anchor. Check this out, by the way. I was at Wawa, and this glorious thing popped up right on the side, right as I was doing the self-checkout, by the way, which is a class move by Wawa. They do it right. <laughs> in the flesh, in its wrap, I had to grab it. That's how addicted I am now. Oh, we're leaving this in, right? We're leaving this in. Oh yeah, we're leaving this in. Might as well. I mean, hello. Let everybody. me do. Let me do a little <laughs> intro, and then I'll, I'll just jump right into your uh, your review, and then my hot take. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number twenty-seven of the PA Turn Pod. Joined as always by Joel. I'm Rob. Uh, we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, happy belated Hanukkah, happy holidays to everybody out there on this um, sort of holiday adjacent episode of the Turn Pod. Joel, how are you this evening? Uh, fantastic. As you uh, wrote down eloquently in our uh, rundown, it is <laughs> twas the night before the night before the night before Christmas. So I think I said that correctly without butchering on the first go. It uh, might be. Twas the night before the night before Christmas, depending on when you listen to this, or twas the night after Christmas, or twas never to all the people that see that we post the episodes and just don't want don't listen to them. So, or twas the week after Christmas, <laughs> or well, we only have one year. planned. Yeah, true. Uh, so we only have one plan for the week. Um, so we're gonna try to jam pack all of our reviews from last week and our previews for this week into the episodes. My camera just. Takes a COVID. dump. Um, and by the way, it's not COVID. Whatever. It's the Omarion. Uh, at, least, at least we're not doing video. It's the Omarion. Fair. The Omarion variant. <laughs> uh, or as everybody likes to eloquently uh, refer to it as everything going on right now. Uh, so uh, <laughs> so uh, speaking of everything going on right now, um, <laughs> perhaps the biggest development over the la- I'm just going to give up on my camera. Oh, perhaps the biggest development over the last seven days. Yeah, thank God. The, uh, the biggest development over the last seven days, as far as I'm concerned, um, is your infatuation with take fives, which <laughs> rewind a little bit, take a trip down memory lane, TBT, to the episode where I've had them on my top 10 or top five candies ahead of uh, ahead of Halloween. And you questioned what they were. And now uh, you're questioning your life. How many, <laughs> you've gone 25 plus years now without a... Uh, ever having one and now you can't live without them you're so kind by putting 25 plus years because i'm well past that um <laughs> yeah dude i think i clowned it because i had no idea what take five was but i did say on that very episode and you can uh fat check me people it is a top three to top five rapper it is class rapper oh, it's cool it. looking isn't it yeah for sure it caught my eye now have i ever had it prior no never heard of it lo and behold we have like a snack mach- snack uh, station at work, and Duke brings in a couple new snacks here and there every week. And lo and behold, what do I see at the very bottom row? 
And in my hand, by the way, not from work though, from Wawa, a Reese's Take Five. This thing, as I drop it, that's like pretty crack. big too. Pause. Yes, it it's is. a little bit bigger than the uh, the regular Take Five. The regular Take Five, I remember being like maybe two thirds of the size of that one. Really? Uh, is it is it two pieces? Oh, it's two pieces. That's probably why. Yeah, the, the oh, little yours? fun size ones are single ones. No, uh, they they do have the two piece ones. Maybe that's why it looks a little bit uh, larger. Also, you're on camera, so I can't really tell. Uh, yeah, this is a two piece for sure. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. I probably in the last what forty eight hours to seventy two hours, I probably ate in like five, and <laughs> that is no exaggeration. That's all right. Um, before you make six. yourself. Before you make yourself feel bad and make the listeners think that you're, you know, Santa Claus over here, uh, <laughs> do you want to guess how many Christmas cookies I ate yesterday when I was at work? Now I work 11 hours on Tuesdays, I'll, um, nine to eight, right. and I'm on my feet most of the day because it's a little bit busier store. What you guess how many Christmas cookies I ate? I counted them when I left in the morning, and then there were there were two left in my bag when I left work. I want to say 13. I had eight, eight yeah. Christmas cookies yesterday. Um, now one of the styles of Christmas cookies is very tiny, so I, I want to keep uh, you. I want to at least lend some. Uh, what's the word? Lend some that? perspective to this uh, this idea that you've eaten a lot of candy last few days because I've been munching on these cookies a lot, which might be substituting for my caffeine because the sugar is keeping me alive at this point. Likewise, I mean, once I took <laughs> that bite of that, I was like, "All right, I'm back." Like it's the holidays. Time. Between you know Thanksgiving and New Year's, I don't think calories really count. So, oh yeah, I have do your thing. I have only baggy clothes. If I could wear sweats at work, I would wear sweats at work. I am a little you probably should be able to. The way you guys move around and carry crap all the time, you're probably sweating your butt off. Oh yeah. Well, I actually I lied. I do have sweats, but I have my uniform on top of my mm. sweats because I have uh, thermal slash Sherpa lined sweats. So it keeps, and thermals under that. So I am toasty and warm, but also sweating my balls off for eight hours. <laughs> but I'm not freezing out in the cold. I'm chilling. Delicate balance. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, the, yes. Uh, the moral of this little uh, dialogue is Joel has fallen in love with the Take 5, which is something that I had uh, that happened in my childhood. And I, I'm very grateful that I've been able to share that with you. <laughs> if, if this podcast has done nothing else, it has right. introduced you to probably the greatest candy of all time. And then uh, I almost, uh, I almost wish I had it higher. I think I had it like in the, in the top five. I should have had it in the top two. If I'm not mistaken, I think I said it's a top three or top five for sure. In one of my messages, I don't know if it was to you or to uh, one of my cousins. Who mm-hmm. you? I told you like, yo. Well, when I sent Rob, when I had him, like, dude, I'm at work. <laughs> Let's see what the hype is. Rob just does the eye emoji. Waits patiently, and then here I go, and just said, it's fucking amazing, basically. Oh, it's great. And you can share it with the listeners. He shares it on the Instagram at PA underscore TurnPod. And then quickly, because it's linked to my Facebook, my cousin hits me up on the side was like, I got to read this verbatim. And since then, she has messaged me on top of that to double down. <laughs> but it was a nice That's fantastic. Yeah. It was, let me see. While you're looking for that, uh, I want to confirm that uh, Fireman Joe, who is going to get yes. a shout out once again, he's a huge fan. I texted him actually on my way home, just to, kind of out of the blue, because yeah. I knew that you'd have been trying them, and I knew we were going to bring it up at some point tonight. Um, <laughs> I, I, I texted him. I said, do you like take fives? He goes, yeah, they're elite. So 
<laughs> if anybody's opinion, if anybody's opinions matter to me, it's yours and his. So, uh, elite let's company. Give a little shout out there. Yeah. Um, I did find it. She's like, in quote, "You're bugging for just now." In all caps, trying them. Shit is fire. <laughs> and then I quickly respond, laughing emojis. It's in the top three for sure. She responds, we got to put you on to things sooner. Oh, and, dude, uh, it, that's what you keeps you those, young. You echo those sen- sentiments, though. Oh, I agree. But uh, I think they're terrific. I actually haven't had one in a long time. Dude, um, I might have one. I already ripped it. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready to like munch. I'm trying to think of what I've had since I got home. I actually haven't had a snack since I got home. I've been so in, in if you're friends with me on Facebook, you've already seen my adventures for the afternoon. I got done work at 5:30, really closer to six. Um, and I I went to PetSmart after work. I did curbside pickup because we ordered Hazel a uh, one of those cones for when she gets fixed because they're actually on sale right now. Oh yeah. Um, she doesn't get she doesn't get fixed for a few more months, but we got it now because it's two dollars. It's usually like eleven ninety nine. So he must be in clearance. So I went Whoa. there. Um, I, before that, I went to the supermarket, which was fine because the supermarket near work is usually, it's packed, but there's enough lanes open and mm. the self-checkout has like 16 checkout things. So it works out to where you can do, or really it's like 10, but you can find an, a lane whenever you need to and not really wait in line super long. That was fine. The roads were not, but I went to Five Below, uh, Target, actually the Target that fired me. And then uh, Walmart, and dude, that Walmart outside of the city, still like relatively nice, but dude, what a mistake! <laughs> I mean, granted, I don't have any time between now and Christmas to do anything. I work tomorrow, and then we leave tomorrow night. But the, dude, Walmart and Five Below, and you—you you may as well have transplanted me into the middle of the Philadelphia Zoo, and surrounded me with elephant poop and just like monkeys pooping into their hands and throwing it at one another, because. <laughs> That's basically what I was subject to this afternoon. Um, Got all my Christmas last minute things. Still waiting on a few things to ship and get here. Well, things have shipped, but they're waiting for them to get here. Same. But um, we have pretty much done everything. We mailed our cards the other day, but dude, Walmart, brutal. Um, Even outside the city, in the city, I would have probably, I would not be here. You would be um, (laughs) explaining to the listeners how you're going to replace my dead ass because... (laughs) I would have. So I've been, the only snacks I've had is a six pack since I got home because it's been that kind of day. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, as you were going down the list of, I went to five and below uh, target. Oh, Walmart death. I'm like, five below was cool. They had a $25 basketball net that I want for my basement, but I, I worry that it's a little bit too tall. I think it's six feet high. My basement ceiling might be like eight or nine feet high. Uh, so if you dunk, your head will will definitely smash the ceiling. Yes, I'll put me out of my misery. Um, but five below was fine. Just the line was, dude. They do the have line was ridiculous. Right? Not the one I went to. Um, some of the ones in Philly do, but the one outside the city. That's the trade off. In, in the city, you have self checkout, but you don't have bags. Outside the city, you have bags, but you have to deal with these clerks that don't want to be there. Yeah, um, and, and then Walmart. Online. You may as well. If Walmart, it's just easier to walk out with the crap than it is to stand in line and wait for it. Dude, Walmart, I ha- by next episode, I will verify this, confirm this, excuse me. But the one Walmart, I have two, EHT and Mace Landing. EHT does not have self-check. EHT does have self-checkout, but it's 
uh, two, one on each end. Not really. On the on the entrances, because we have two entrances. So either entrances you go, there's a self checkout there, but it's very small. And in the middle of that are all cashiers. Guess what? When I'm there, ninety <laughs> percent of those lanes. cashiers, yeah, you know, those twelve lanes, maybe three are open. Ugh. And out of the three, one is closing up because they gotta go. So and one two. of the other three is uh, collecting checks for social security. <laughs> that too. It's it's ridiculous. Now Maze Landing, yeah. I have to confirm this, but the couple of times I went there during the past week and a half, they have a self checkout, which is the opposite. It's like the entire thing is basically self check self checkout. There's just two uh, lanes. I mean lines, but as you go in. It is laid out perfectly. Thing is, it's a little uh, spacious or wide per checkout, which is a killer because all this space, and I'm here with my little reusable bag, and like, I don't need all this space. Just give me the step checkout kiosk in and out. So that's all. The the slow process though, but the the one I went to, yeah, self checkout's fine. the one I went to today, I had like the regular self-checkouts, which are just like the eight or nine or whatever, eight or 10 little screens that are about no bigger than my desk. Yeah. Um, and then the person next to you, which you can usually smell, is checking their, you know, their candy and their licorice out. Um, the one in the Chamonix, which I have pretty much started going to exclusively, except for today, I went to the one in Warrington because it had been a little while. The one in the Chamonix and actually the one in um, and Warminster also is pretty good. They have the ones we talked about last time with the conveyor belt. That you, it's it's a little bit bigger lane that you can walk up there, and yes, um, yes, yes, yes. It, it almost looks like a regular lane, but you're the one checking it out. Those ones are pretty good because if you're with someone else, you can put your crap on the thing, and then you can bang it out quickly. Uh, top five WalMarts next episode. Oh, dude, I only have two, but I only have three. The other two are, if we did a top two hundred, they wouldn't be on there. <laughs> top th- top five uh, worst WalMarts you've been to. Yeah. Do you Rob, want Rob would have honorable uh, before mentions. we jump into? <laughs> I know I, I don't think I've been in more than five. Um, I never really went to a Walmart until I was like twenty. My dad was always so against it because they paid you know terrible wages and everything. Uh, so he never really wanted to shop there. I went there with my mom once, and that was about it. And then I started going there recently a few years ago because I realized I needed to save money. Um, adults. And then we got a lot of the stuff for the house there. Uh, do you want my hot take? Let's go for it. While we're here, yeah, now we're here. I understand this will offend our homosexual listeners. Uh-uh. And, uh, I do not condone. I don't I have no idea what Rob is going to say. <laughs> don't let me in there. So all zero of you that are listening. This I would is like all to Rob. The, uh, I want to set the record straight real quick. <laughs> Sam Smith is terrible. His How music dare sucks. How Sam Smith dare is you? trash. Don't Sam Smith dare. is trash. The worst music I've ever heard. I understand that he's famous for whatever reason. I don't know what part of the Illuminati he's uh, in bed with. Probably the male side. Um, I have on my... So I was I was Christmas wrapping tonight as Joel is. There we go. The uh, the token fallout of laughter. Um, I was Chris wrapping. Was, so I was Christmas You're wrapping. Chris I was rapping? in my basement. I was Chris wrapping. <laughs> Chris Brown wrapping. Um, I was in my basement. Uh, doing my Christmas wrapping, and I, I have the Bluetooth speaker down there, which uh, doubles up as a soundbar for the TV. So I had my my um, Apple Music playing on my phone, and I was casting it to the uh, to the Bluetooth, whatever however that works. And it's good Christmas song, good Christmas song, good Christmas song. Here's Nat King Cole. Here's Elton John. 
Here's the uh, here's the what's his name? John Lennon. Here is Mariah Carey. Here comes Sam Smith. I wanted to shoot my brains out here and this dude sing. I just have to say, terrible. You done? So the Eagles had a big win last night. Yo, the the blasphemous, the blasphemous terrible that came out of your trash. Trash. Now I will say I have not heard any of Sam Smith. Sam Smith's latest music, nor this Christmas abomination that you heard. It all sounds the same. Which I probably agree. It probably was trash. But I do like his music. I know one song because I listen to it from time to time. But he does have some good songs, personally. I do like him. But would I be going to a Sam Smith concert? Would I, you know, freak out and stand if I saw him? I wouldn't even recognize him if he was down the street or came off one of these fucking private jets at work. Wouldn't recognize him until someone said But I'm not going to let you hear it and slander Sam Smith. I will play for you my favorite Sam Smith song. (laughs) This fucking guy. Are you ready for it? The one that you heard? Ready? Go for it. I gotta put my camera on. Ready? This is my favorite Sam Smith Your song. Your camera on so we can hear. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, track two off his debut album. <laughs> Rob is. Throw that in your uh, your Apple Music favorites. <laughs> Sam Smith. That one's called uh, "Rob Hates Me Because I Suck." No, no, you got, you're missing that from track three. This is track two. The Browns will go to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, the number two track. That makes sense. All of his tracks are number two, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm just, you know, lobbing up the assist here. Yes. And you're just crushing it. All right, so we knocked out our first thing and our second thing. Um, oh wait, hold up. As we got to do it right, we haven't done it lately, but. The gear, the fresh fit gear. Check. I mean, I, the fit check. I am rocking proudly a, well, it's in a little bit dark here, but my Eagles hoodie. Big win, baby. Big win, even though I was at work the whole time. And yeah. I have a story about that one. <sighs> These Washington Redskins, boy. Woo! Or, oh, hey, the, hey, don't curse. Uh, <laughs> I, my apologies. These uh, we, we offended football Native teams. Americans and homosexuals all in the span of about six minutes. <laughs> we were canceled right before. Uh, Jesus's birthday. So well, look, we're gonna ask for forgiveness because uh, New Year's is a hard reset. My New Year's resolution. Oh, we should. <laughs> are we naming it? We should name it. Our resolution oh. episode. Yeah, we should just beg for forgiveness and bring on guests here and there. Just like, hey, pop in, pop out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just have well, people call into the hotline. My fine. resolution is to eat more vegetables. What's well, Fireman Joe's? What do you think? His resolution. Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know. Somehow get James Franklin fired. I don't even know who that is. That's the uh, the Penn State coach. Just got like a ten year extension. Ah. Hmm. For me, probably have a better uh, pitcher for when we put him on the cover art. I don't think he's like yeah. a Dalmatian. I think he's. I think he's like a greyhound. We need him to reactivate his Instagram first. That too. <laughs> he, uh, I believe, he just passed his, uh, his one of his exams, uh, one of his firefighter exams. Hey. So I'm excited about that. That's this awesome. Shout out so he just keeps getting, go. just moving upward and upward in life. So I'm happy for him. For sure. 
How about you, sir? How about your fit check? I see a little bit of green in there. Fit check is just my uh, my Ock Wolves hoodie. Of course. Uh, I have yeah. to put it on anytime I go to the basement because it's cold down there, but it feels good down there. So I had to put it on to go Christmas wrap. Um, underneath, however, I'm wearing a cool shirt. So this was actually, I believe, a Christmas gift last last year or the previous year um, from Teespring, I believe. Uh, your niece, my girlfriend, bought it for me. It is. Uh, oh, look at that. It's the it's four Sam Philly Smith. mascots. Yeah, oh. it's Sam Smith. It's the four Philly mascots. I don't know what they're doing. It looks like they're skating or flying. It's uh, Gritty, Franklin, uh, whatever the Eagle thing is, and the Fanatic. And it says Philly on it. Was, I actually, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Oh, I almost fell off my chair. Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, anything that has to do with the four like Philly mascots because I do appreciate all four of them. So, For sure. I like that. I like yeah, the cool uh, stuff. the uh, what you call it? Not the, what would you call it? Not a poster, but I guess it's a picture. Oh, the thing yeah. in my basement. Yeah, when the, they're uh, walking, recreating the Beatles walk. It yeah, cool. it's cool. It's a little like eight by ten. I, I'm actually slowly but surely getting the basement set up, so I'm excited about that. That's like the part that I've been happiest about in the in the uh, the house. Everything's kind of getting. Cl- the thing that sucks is the Christmas lights are up. It looks awesome, but the Christmas lights are coming down in like a week and a half anyway. So. Eh, just keep them down there. I might leave them up. It's a pain in the neck to get them up there. I'm just going to leave them up there all year. Yeah. And then if, if they They're go bad, even... just replace them. It's just lights. I mean, they'll look cool. Once um, My goal down there, I have to get too off, too off track, but uh, I want to get two reclining leather chairs. That and then also hurt. if we, yeah, if we get a larger TV or just like maybe the TV we have is pretty good, but uh, I got LED strips to put on the back of the TV. If we move it to the, either the longer wall or keep it where it is, just put the recliners there. I can use it as like a movie theater kind of thing down there. So we can have like movie night down there or just like stay at home date night kind of deal. Uh, Us two and the dogs kind of chilling down there. So I'm excited about that. And uh, that'll be the way to go. And, but the, the the way I kind of segue to that is that to keep the Christmas lights around the ceiling, I think they would actually look kind of cool if the lights are all out and we're watching a movie or something. So Cool I like stuff. it. I like it a lot. I mean, big things in Dada 2022. Yeah. Nearest resolution is to uh, save money because I got a lot of money to pay off for this stupid mortgage and then uh, <laughs> get the basement fixed. Or not fixed, but like finalized. I mean, we could also have a better nickname for each other. I mean, Do we even uh, have nicknames for each other? Rob Van Grable. Off of Rob Van Dam. There's, then, a, uh, there's a person walking around called Metal World Peace and Freedom. Yeah. What do you think? Who's got the better name? Metal World Peace or NS Cantor Freedom? <laughs> Metal World Peace. Metal World Peace. It's funny because uh, Metal World Peace was like about everything except World Peace because he tried to fight fans and Ben Wallace. And then NS Cantor Freedom is like not even allowed in his home country. So it very, that would be like me, um, Rob, like nice person or uh joel not take five fan like it's just very like <laughs> like opposite names of what you truly are oh my goodness um i think the 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 best name out there is mvp Embiid. the mvp the mvp yes fantastic so before we get to that yeah. um covid has made a triumphant return uh, mario um, too coming back with him like the Undertaker when he shoved his hand out of the grave during the very <laughs> live thing, or uh, when he came back at WrestleMania to fight Kane. Like um, our uh, uh, episode eleven uh, cover art, yeah. where we came back from the dead. People thought uh, we were done. Did, did you 10. stop it? Did you stop it then? Yes. So COVID's back. It's uh, basically just ravaging right through 
through all of the sports leagues except baseball because baseball is dead. Um, a lot of football players are on the COVID list. Um, since we updated this, um, Nick Sirianni has come down with it. Uh, a lot of people have. Uh, Kevin Stefanski's out of protocol. More guys are in. Nerlens Noel is in. Obi Toppin is out. It's just like one guy comes in, one guy goes out. Danny DeRozan Green. came off the list. Danny Green. Danny Green's got it. Yeah, today. Oh, Christ. Uh, so he's obviously sick. Uh, it's it's unfortunate what's going on. Um, so the NHL has decided to shut things down until after Christmas. Really? Uh, supposedly it could get pushed back a little bit further. Yeah. Um, now they usually do a little freeze anyway. They don't play on Christmas the way the other leagues usually do. Um, so they're usually done around the 22nd, 23rd, and then they resume like the 27th anyway. So this is their way of kind of pushing it back. The Montreal Canadiens, who actually played the other day without fans, they hosted the Flyers, actually. Beat them in a shootout. Surprise, surprise, the Flyers have never won a shootout. Um, the Canadiens are actually considering um, basically plucking the, the games in the near future at home and putting them at the end of the schedule uh, in an attempt to uh, get fans into the games because for the time being, they're not allowing fans in. So it'll allow them to kind of make up some revenue at the later on uh, in the season in yeah. hopes that things will be a little bit better in the spring. So that's one thing that's going to happen. Uh, I, I don't love COVID stuff because it's the podcast usually is our way of getting away from reality. But uh, my, you actually posed this question. Do you think the protocols are flawed or is this variant just kind of ripping through everybody and it's kind of inevitable that people are going to get, you know, inflicted with it? Uh. I don't think I posed that question at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe it was me. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't think. I think technically I just posed it, but I one of us came up with it. Uh, I definitely posed the other one for sure. The 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 latter. Ah, that is but, definitely uh, you. Uh, what you call it? It is ripping through everyone though. But I think it's because fans are are back in the stands. Obviously, people are not yeah. giving a shit anymore. People are doing their thing, going out, partying, doing whatever they did before. Plus, these fans that are courtside seats are probably not vaccinated or, you know, they're dirty in their own rights as well. So, um, and that is bashing on a lot of people, but no. uh, I don't think it's flawed. But I mean, what is flawed? I mean, I, it's I, not perfect. I, yeah. It's not, it, you're never going to have a perfect, you know, system in place. I mean, it's we can't sit it. here. We can't sit here and say that, oh, now they're getting first case. I think they've had cases. Since the beginning of the season, they just kept it hush hush. I wouldn't be surprised. And then when it's inevitable, especially big names like LeBron was probably the biggest name to get it. His was weird though. His was very weird. Yeah, because he was fine, and he had like six negatives, but they said he was in contact tracing. A false but he never positive. came down with it. it's the HGH that he's been taking. They're probably fighting it off. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. Uh, it's it's a dicey situation. It just feels Tough weird, subject. and it could affect the Christmas games this Saturday. Yeah, I, I think it already point, has begun to the point where not only the obviously the players are in protocol, but to the point where either they might just say no fans allowed, which if you bought a ticket, sorry, or might just cancel the games altogether. So, yeah, but, you know, Silver's not going to let that happen. Uh, the, the fans thing I can absolutely see, um, but Silver's too much of a, a dirty prick to let the NBA not play on Christmas. Um, so what do you think would happen next? Do you think they're going to do a bubble type of thing? Do you think they're going to you know, have more games with fewer fans or no fans at all? Um, and by they, I guess I'm asking kind of each league. It seems like the NHL is the most willing to play 
with fewer fans and most willing to play with postponed games. NFL obviously postponed games, but they're still trying to cram these games into the schedule. Um, they're going to finish the season on time, whether they want to or not. And then basketball, I think Silver seems to be the one that wants to kind of spearhead the whole thing because they were the first league to shut down a couple of years ago, if you remember. Yeah. And then they had the bubble, which they were proud of, everything like that. So, I mean, what do you think happens next, if anything? I mean, it's going to progress because in the East Coast, in some parts of the East Coast, winter hasn't even fully hit yet. And it's only going to get worse in the cold side over here. And in the West Coast, people are just out and about. But they they take it very seriously as well, where they shut things down immediately. They don't play around there in the West Coast. Um, With all that being said, I think there will be a bubble for each league in some way as we get down to the playoffs part of it. And if it gets really worse, uh, they might shut down. They might definitely cancel games, and they will lessen fans. Some leagues will lessen fans. Some leagues, or depending on the state, they might just say no fans allowed. Yeah. And we're just going to go back to what it was because it's just going to get worse. And I think there's going to be a new booster shot for this specific variant called Omicron, a.k.a. the Omarion uh, variant. So, yeah, it's looking looking bad because it's out of nowhere. You're seeing 47 players, I think, in the NFL alone yeah, or NBA. I forgot what, which league what just got into the protocol within the last two weeks. So. It's the uh, NFL, I believe. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm sorry, my I cut out. Yeah, I don't know what just happened. I I couldn't hear myself for a second. The uh, NFL, I think, um, about a week or two ago, from that arbitrary uh, starting point, I think it was like ten days ago, yeah. to now has actually had more people go into the protocol than prior to that for the entire season. Jesus Christ! So that's a tough one. I think it's like 102 in the NFL. So it's pretty high in the NFL. I mean, NBA's, you know, trucking along as well. Yeah, I mean, we just saw that Garrett Gilbert had to start for the uh, football team on uh, Tuesday Night Football. Yeah, you were looking sick. It's brutal. Yeah, it's it sucks. Uh, it's very sucky. What do you think? I honestly don't think they're going to do much. I think you could see a situation where maybe there are delays with um, maybe they, you know, have a slight hiccup in the scheduling certain teams may not play the full 82 games in the, in the um, excuse me, in the NHL and the M, uh, NBA. Um, I think they're going to get all 17 games into the NFL, whether they want to or not. Um, I think football is the one that's most likely to just do it. Well, like you saw, you know, they're willing to postpone games. There might be po- uh, postponements with um, the regular season games. I think they're going to make the playoff games happen on time. Um, yeah. I think in the NHL and the NBA, there will be teams that play, you know, 80, 81 games, maybe sometimes 79 if there's not an impact on the standings and they might have like a hard date, they say, Hey, look, you can't get your games in by this day, you know, tough expletive to you because, uh, you know, if you let the virus kind of run through your locker room, that's probably on you, whether it's, whether that's, you know, a real, you know, thing or not, Silver's probably going to have a, a say and, you know, we got to start the playoffs on this date. So we got to end it on this day. We have advertisers that are paying us. Um, we have TV sponsorships and TV deals we have to kind of honor. So I think the NBA is going to want to, you know, get things going. I think the NHL is content to let things kind of, you know, like let the death, the dust settle, so to speak. Yeah. But the the other leagues, I really don't see much changing. I don't think they're going to do a bubble. 
because they realize that's going to lead to financial hardship. Um, and they're probably not going to, you know, that, I don't know what they're going to do as far as the regular season. They're not going to end it early because they certainly want that advertising revenue. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with baseball. I mean, it's dead. Uh, so. Baseball's dead for now, but will they shorten the season and start it later? And then if they do that, they're going to want full capacity in the stadiums. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it sucks. Uh, um, something that does not suck. Go ahead. Is who? What? Your big man, your namesake. Yes. Joel the Process Embiid. Now, I was unable to find um, other instances of basketball reference, but the Sixers won the other night in Boston, 108-103, despite only getting one point from their bench, oh, no, which was an Isaiah Joe free throw. Um, Joel Embiid <laughs> cooked freedom all night long. Uh, 40, 41 points, 10 rebounds, 15, um, five, 15 assists would have been wild. Five assists on 14 of 27 from the field in 40 minutes. 17 points, four boards, a steal, two blocks. Four of seven from the field, nine of ten from the line in the fourth quarter alone. He now has the second most 40, 10, and five games in the history of the Sixers, second only to Wilt Chamberlain, who probably has like 150 of them. Um, <laughs> Sixers, I mean, probably their biggest statement win of the of the year. For uh, sure. Maybe aside from the Hawks game, maybe aside from the two Bulls games. Um, obviously, that's for anybody else to decide. Um, did you have a chance to see any of the game or see at least the box score. You might've followed it a little bit in the, in the box score a little bit, but uh, did you see any of the highlights or anything? No, I haven't seen anything. It was at work. Um, honestly, I thought here it goes again. Boston, the evil yeah. empire will just come in, just rip our hearts out. Didn't think anything of it. Didn't put any money on it. I just didn't touch this game at all. They were the underdogs, by the way, the Sixers. Yeah. They were getting four and a half. Then all of a sudden, I see it's close and close and close. And it wasn't until after the game, and uh, our coworkers were like, yeah, Joel Embiid cooking 41 points, 10 rebounds, double-double. Unbelievable game for him. Jesus, man. But how many games can we expect this from this king and for the rest of his career? I mean, he's a big man yeah. with broke, busted knees and feet. And Cardell's always been a thing. And also... He wears his emotions on his sleeves. If he's struggling, he's going to be struggling and the team goes down with him. You know, when it's hard times, he doesn't really, you know, rise up sometimes. He just kind of goes down with the team. Can he last these big games? Because this is a statement win against Boston. Yeah, it was their first win against a division opponent on the road this season. Might have been their first win just period against a division opponent because I don't think they had beaten Boston yet. 0-2 against Brooklyn. They lost to the Knicks twice. I, they might not have beaten Orlando either. I can't remember, but they have struggled against their division this year. Not that the division really matters. It's not it's just the teams you play the most. Yeah. But I want to read off some stats for you. So uh, the good Curry brother was uh, 26 points, four assists. I'm sorry, four rebounds, seven assists. Uh, Cash with the friendly ghost at 25, seven, and three. Excuse That's me. Tobias Harris. 25? Yeah. He woke they up. showed up to play. Somebody had to score. None of the bench guys did. Um, yeah, one point. Joel Embiid. Now, this is staggering. I I don't know if you got a chance to see this on the rundown. Joel Embiid leads the NBA in clutch scoring. Now, clutch scoring um, is defined. At, somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, when the game is within five points um, and you're in the final five minutes of the fourth quarter or you're in overtime, 
Yeah. Joel Embiid has 85 points in those scenarios. The next closest in the NBA as of Tuesday. So this obviously it's Wednesday now, but as of Tuesday, the next closest were uh, Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant, who both had 59. Um, <laughs> he has Embiid is averaging 6.3 clutch points per game, which is 1.5 more than the second place guy who was LeBron. And the gap between him and LeBron, which is one and two, is the same amount, 1.5 points, as the gap between two and 20. So LeBron and Devin Booker, who's 20th. So just to give you a little bit of perspective, Embiid is kind of like really, like really doing his thing this year. Uh, We talked about the Sixers needing a closer. His mid-range jump shot has been money most of the year. I don't love doing the isolation stuff at the top of the key with him at the end of games. I don't love dumping into the post in a much, in a much, needed bucket situation however he has shown that he can score in the final couple minutes and in in fairness i don't know how many guys in the league can truly stop him at least consistently uh gobert did a pretty good job on him Jokic is you know heavy but he's not going to stop him and i I don't really know if there are any i mean bam obviously poses a a threat as well but there's not a whole lot of big guys that can stop him and if he ever gets a switch onto a smaller guy he just takes advantage of him because he either shoots over them or just bodies them in the post and takes them to the rim um and his canter freedom is, you know, a pretty big guy. He's a terrible defender, but MP dropped pretty much all of his 40 on him. So <laughs> take that nuclear bombs. So, so he's getting a medal of honor in Turkey this year. <laughs> Twitter uh, went off on that one. <laughs> so the Sixers are off on Christmas, which is probably a good thing. Joel gets to go spend time with his family. Um, you know, all these guys that have families, they do have a pretty good veteran group. I uh, get to go home and spend some time at home. I remember J.J. Redick actually a few years ago. Yeah. When Redick was here, he was talking about how he didn't love playing on Christmas because he was with the Clippers prior to here. So he was playing on Christmas a lot. And when he came here, he played on Christmas both years. <laughs> um, but guys like him want to be with family. So I mean, like guys like can be that have a family at home. Drummond probably does too. Um, Tobias, I don't know. But a lot of these guys have families that want to spend time with. So that's good for them. Yeah. Um, but the Sixers not playing on Christmas is kind of sad. Um, ever since Embiid really became a prominent player, they've been on Christmas every year. Um, 2017, they beat the Knicks in the Garden. 2018, they lost in Boston in overtime. That was a great game. At 2019, they beat Milwaukee here, which I was actually at on Ooh. Christmas Day. And they are a big market team with a big market name and a huge star, literally a top five player in the league. So it's actually kind of sad that they're not playing on Christmas. And NBA, massive bell on their behalf. Celtic Sixers should be a lock every Christmas because the Sixers are red and the Celtics are green. And there are your two Christmas colors. Give them the five o'clock slot, put them on ABC, make it a gay, uh, make it a game. <laughs> I was going to try to say make it a day and then <laughs> almost... <laughs> Sam Smith is coming for me now. Yeah, um, Sam Smith on the brain. We will Thank actually. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna TTP the NBA games later on. But uh, uh, any thoughts on the Sixers not getting a Christmas game? I think it's a travesty. I agree. I mean, I do like it though because, just like you said, they can spend time with their family. They can reset. Mm-hmm. I mean, Embiid just gave us forty-one points all over freedom. So that's that in itself is a Christmas gift. And not only that. The friendly ghost Harris showed up and gave us more than five <laughs> points. So uh, that alone is uh, where they just having off on Christmas. Um, but yeah, Sixers are a big team, but I guess they're not a threat because Bo- I'll put you on the Boston. Uh, the Nets are up there. The Bulls are a sexy team now. Yeah. So 
the Bucks obviously just won a title. The Warriors are back to being the Warriors. The Lakers and Nets. I understand it. And when we get to yeah. the matchups later, there's really only one I would really alter. And that's the 10 o'clock game, which is hard because there's only so many like West Coast teams you can play. Like, think about it. They're, they're trying to probably sell Hawks and Knicks because of the playoffs last year. Yeah. And that, I think it's Trey's return to the Garden, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. I would. But- if he's so not I don't in the COVID protocol by then. Yeah, that's another. All these games are being, you know, destroyed by COVID, which is upsetting. I mean, a couple of years ago, this is what the NBA gets sometimes when they they rely on these big market teams. A couple of years ago, they put the Warriors on primetime, and the Warriors did not have Curry. They did not have um, Clay Thompson. They had like Draymond and Kai Bowman. They were trying to sell this to us, and it was terrible. And it, that, I feel like that's what's going to happen this year with the the Hawks game at the Garden. They're just going to be like, here's a. John Smith and Nick Stauskas and, uh, and Bob Williams. And uh, there's John Collins. You might know him. but uh, Or check this out. Even, even yeah. the Nets at the Lakers. Yeah. LeBron's I mean, 38. Russell's there, but you don't have AD. Well, even if he was there, he would be basically useless. Yeah. Well, AD's out a little while. And the Nets, um, if they're Dwight all in protocol. And, uh, yeah, Dwight's out of the protocol and Horton Tucker's out of the protocol. Kyrie maybe should be ready by that game. I think Kyrie's only in the protocol because of the fact that he had to have the certain number of positive or negative tests in order to be activated. Yeah. So I think that's the only I don't think he had it. Um, I know the internet kind of clowned him because immediately he was, you know, activated and then put in the protocol. I think the protocol was always going to happen because the protocol is getting the negative test. So I'll give Kyrie a break, but maybe he'll be ready for that game. That'd be uh, good TV. See him come back, break a bunch of shots and uh in crunch time that's a good ttp but, to have later but we'll touch on that later yeah we'll touch on it later uh real quick you want to run through the 15 uh, the week the week 15 games we'll just touch on the ones that were important um you want to just start hot with uh chief chargers uh the, uh, the thursday list. night game <laughs> i got it right here yeah i don't have the list uh, so the chiefs beat the chargers 34 28 in overtime uh travis kelsey scored in that game Twice. Uh, we actually touched on this very briefly uh, the over's never dead. The Chiefs never with a dead. huge win. Chargers now fighting for a playoff spot. Um, Saturday night football. The uh, So there were supposed to be two games. Browns Raiders got pushed to Monday. Uh, Patriots lose to the Colts 27-17. Yes, I got it. Yeah. Carson Wentz with 57 passing yards. That, that bum, I swear to God. This bum had a touchdown pass in the first series, in the first quarter, and ain't done shit since. This man's a travesty. Yeah, he's a travesty. Uh, his, Q, his QBR was actually lower than his passing yards. Um, Jonathan Taylor, 29 carries, 100, um, 170 yards, a 67 yarder to kind of put the game out of reach. They're going to run this um, Good game from legs. him. Yeah, Pittman destroyed me in my fantasy matchup with uh, one catch for seven yards. Mac Jones had a good game, 299, two touchdowns. Did have two interceptions, but is what it is. The positive, um, though. Hunter Henry. Is, the positive yeah. is? Sorry to cut you off again. No, you're good. Wentz basically got us a guaranteed first round pick. Yes, so. it is. Uh, it's just about locked in right now. I don't know if it's truly locked in because the, oh, the snap count in. could be weird, but he needed to play 70% of the snaps and make the playoffs or 75% of the snaps and miss the playoffs. And it looks like he has reached that threshold. Um, we'll just kind of run through these a little bit quicker. Uh, the nothing games, we'll just give you the scores. Bills beat the Panthers 31-14. Panthers really fell all the way off. I think they're two and nine in the last 11 games. Um, the Lions with the upset of the decade beat the Cardinals 20 to, or 30 to 12. Beat the that brakes the off of them. 
That might have been the lowest point total for the Cardinals all year long. Uh, that, yeah, I think so. I yeah, mean, that's the lowest number of points they've scored all season. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry, second lowest because they scored 10 against Carolina, but that was without half their team. Oh, no, that, yeah, second lowest. I mean, we might we might be Lions touching. Lions came out to play, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, we might be touching on when we do week 16 picks, the RGGB, RGGB for the Cardinals. Because, man, if you listen to the Lions, yeah. it's all the way but down now. Yeah, the uh, next up, the Dolphins beat the Jets, keeping their playoffs hopes alive, 31-24. Cowboys beat the Giants 21-6. Mike Glennon. Glennon. Uh, the Steelers beat the Titans 19-13, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Jesus. They're now 7-6. one. the Titans are 9-5. Tough game for Tannehill and the gang. Any yeah. thoughts on that one? That was a rough one. I am not a fan of Tannehill. I'll never be a fan. This dude is inconsistent. Yeah, you're starting to become out on him, aren't you? I've been out on him. He's a travesty. Uh, suck Bowl 2.0. The Texans <laughs> beat the Jags 30-16, getting revenge for week one when the Jags beat them. Uh, Trevor Lawrence did look a little better. James Robinson finally back from the dead with uh, Darren Ravel roaming the sidelines instead of Urban Meyer. Darren uh, the Bengals beat the Broncos. What an ugly game this was, 15-10. Bengals now a game up on the Broncos in the, in the uh, wild card hunt. The AFC wildcard hunt is absolutely wide open at this point. By the Bridgewater. way, your uh, your Bengals, who you are, you're in on. They look good. Bridgewater looked terrible. He got injured. Yeah. That sucks. And then Drew Locke came in and almost uh, salvaged the game for him. Yeah. Uh, My Bengals. Next, though. we got the. Uh, next, we have the uh, this dyslexia game of the week. The 49ers beat the Falcons 31-13. Nothing really to talk about there. Packers beat the Ravens. Now, I want to ask you a question about this game. Uh, So the Packers, wow. The over-under in Packers-Ravens was 34.5. It was 31-30. to (laughs) So uh, that should have been the lock of the week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers played well. 23 of 31, 286. I'm sorry, 268. Huntley was terrific. I was really impressed by him. He was making plays with his legs and his arm. He was the leading uh, rusher, I think, for the entire game. Yeah, leading rusher for the entire game, 215 passing yards, dropped back uh, a lot, but he was good. Now, can I I want to ask you something before I forget. Go for it. So the, this is the second time we've seen it now. Ravens go down the field, score the touchdown. Yep. And then Harbaugh, you can see, I think uh, Sound FX had this on the audio this past week. He was mic'd. Do you agree? Uh, so two questions. Do you agree with him asking his players and coaches? about it or would you prefer he just kind of take ownership and say hey i want to do this or where you do that one first and um would you have gone for so let me get this straight so you're telling me that he asked his players and coaches should they go for two he said to uh he said to him do we kick it trust our defense or do we go for the win right now huntley and andrews both said yes i don't know what the coaches said because you can only hear him talking Sometimes when they're mic'd, you can hear the guys around him. Yeah, but it yeah. sounded like his guys were in favor of going for it. And Andrews, after it didn't work out, came up to him and said, hey, that was, was the right call either way. Is it is it um, me or is it Andrews was the, the second target in a row? Second time. I mean, this one's a more difficult catch to make. He, he probably should have had the first one. Or it should have been a better throw. This one was a little bit tougher, but Huntley tried to fit it into a, a pretty tight window. I, mean, um, now I understand it's Rodgers, but they had all the momentum in the world. Uh, I don't like that he 
I know you want to be a player's coach and all that, but yeah. in this moment, every win counts, and you already you would be not. What was it? You should be nine and five, or what was it? Honestly, they could be eleven and four. They're uh yeah, they should be ten and five, ten and four. Or I'm sorry, ten and four. Uh, yeah, they're eight and six right now. I mean, both times. I think honestly, the Ravens could have won that game if they just would have let it go to overtime. I mean, you never know because Dan Rodgers is Dan Rodgers, right? Yeah, they looked amazing though. They put up, they really fought in that fourth quarter, and they they had all the momentum. I felt like. I mean, uh, actually, I don't mind him going for two here. Because, yeah, because it's it's a out of conference game, you know. It's not like the Packers will now control the division or sneak into the playoffs in your conference. It's a non-conference game you know it's an nfc versus afc now yeah the ravens versus steelers that's divisions that's rivalry that you better precisely uh pick your poison there because you go for it you better you better hit otherwise you take a loss and the other team goes up a game especially in the division and if the division's up for grabs they get the tiebreaker for sure that one you gotta make sense the first one I think made sense because of the context surrounding it. Uh, and Harbaugh did defend it after the fact. And it was also a play that should have worked. Um, yeah, the fact that they, they were short, what, three corners at that point. Marlon Humphrey was out. Tavon Young's been out. Um, somebody else got hurt. So they were pretty much devastated going into what could have been overtime. This time around, I don't, I, it, I get it. And I think if, if you asked, if you gave him the opportunity to do it again, he would do it again. But I think I would have rather taken the one point there. Because you trust your defense. If your offense can't score, you have the best kicker like ever. So if you can't, if you can get into like to the forty, you got a fifty-seven yarder coming. Tucker at least is money in in almost any situation. So it, I think they would have had a much higher percentage chance to win the game, kicking the field or kicking the extra point there, and then going to overtime. I mean, you would have had momentum on that side too. Absolutely tied the game. And you get a 50-50 chance of winning the coin toss. And then from that point, it, it, the Packers couldn't stop them anyway. So, I mean, maybe you just go right down the field and score. You never know what happens on the kickoff return either. Yeah. Like, it's, it should have gave yourself a chance. I agree. You tied the game. You, you worked your way to tie the game, or at least po- possibly tie the game. Then you tie it, see what happens in overtime. And, you know, we oh. get it. If Packers score a touchdown in their first series, game's over. We get it. Yeah. But. Give yourself a shot, you know. But nobody's kicking you while you're down when if you lose in overtime because the Packers scored after you kicked an extra point, didn't go for two. Um, it's much easier, obviously, to second guess this decision than it was than it would be if they would have just played it safe. Um yeah. uh the weird one of the week. This was a, a doozy. Saints win nine nothing in Tampa. <laughs> if you had told me that, I would have thought you're crazy. You're smoking crack. Get off the weed. And uh, I would have bet it the house that that would have never happened. And here we are. Tom Brady is shut out at home. And Tampa takes their first L at home. Nine I up. believe this might be the first game all season that there was not a touchdown scored. Um, I think, anyway. I, I would have to fact check that. We'll get our producer on that. Yeah, right. Um, but... Nine nothing somehow was not a score got me either. Um, I, I, I have nothing to say about that game to be honest with you. I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, Brady looked brutal. Um, Taysom Hill right was now. not much better. 
Taysom didn't even hit his over for rushing. I, I everything I thought was going to happen in that game did not happen. And dare I say, did they sweep the Buccaneers? The Saints sweep the Buccaneers this year? Almost positive, yes. Yeah, they beat them 36 27 on, on uh, Halloween. I believe That's right. I was, yeah, I had that game on. Had that game. It might have been the game. Uh, James got hurt. Um, I had that game on while we were uh, taking down our Halloween decorations. On Halloween. Uh, yeah. So Monday Night Football, uh, the the five o'clock game. You know the the one everybody's excited about. Uh, Raiders and Browns, uh, the COVID Bowl. Raiders <laughs> win on a last second field goal by Daniel Carlson. Browns played well. Raiders eked it out at the end. Amazing drive by Derek Carr. Great job by who was it? Uh, I think it was Foster Moreau. Made a really good catch. They kind of tiptoed down the sideline, got them in field goal range. Uh, Zay Jones made a nice catch. That uh, car just looked completely under control in that last series. Browns fighting for a playoff spot. Raiders also fighting for a playoff spot. Very tough one. Hard nosed, you know, hard fought game. Uh, given the circumstances, especially. Um, what's your take on that? What is that? Hold up. Uh, I got some audio. Um, it's the Code Bowl. Uh, big win for the Raiders for sure. Keeps their possible playoffs hopes alive. The Browns look like they're trending backwards because of this COVID-written thing. Yeah. And that's what sucks about COVID, this whole thing. A potential playoff team, you know, is getting riddled within the uh, franchise, and it's really affecting their play on the field. Yeah, it sucks. But, uh, yeah, it's uh-huh. just not bad. Vikings beat the Bears 17-9. Uh, nothing really happened. Uh, Kirk Cousins threw probably the worst interception I've ever seen, though. He threw that thing up like it was a punt. Um, then Tuesday night, I admittedly saw absolutely nothing from the Seahawks and Rams game. The Rams won 20-10. to I didn't even um, know that was on. I, yeah, well, Fox made the bonehead move of only having both games on at the same time. Uh, you had a West Coast game you could have started at 9-30 and had a double header on Fox and captured more viewers, but instead had both games start at seven. Uh, the other one was the Eagles beating Washington 27, 17, uh, Jalen hurts, a couple touchdowns. Jalen Rager actually had more receiving yards than Terry McLaurin and uh, Dallas Goddard with one of the most bizarre interceptions I've ever seen in my life. Did you see that ball that hit his foot? That was the most interesting. So when it happened in real time, I feel like people, you know, Sometimes you pick up on the bizarre stuff, even if the announcers don't. Yeah. I had no idea that ball hit his foot. I I didn't see it, but we did at work see a feed of it. We thought it was an incomplete, and then they was they called it an interception. Like, no fucking way, no fucking way. And then you see the replay. Bizarre, bizarre. I didn't see it personally, but from what I heard, it hit off his back foot. Right? Off yeah, so, his back foot. so he dropped it. He tried to turn up field before he caught it. Ball slips out of his hands and it hit his back foot as his foot was in the air. And <laughs> yeah. then it ricocheted into, I believe it was Landon Collins' hands. Yeah, Collins. And um, Mark Sanchez, who had a horrible game from my standpoint, announcing that the um, officials were like convening on the side of the field. And he's like, I don't know what there is to review here. It was obviously a drop. And then <laughs> boom, rolling on the field is an interception by the football team. Oh, yeah. And then they dude Mark Sanchez would not stop talking last night. 
and I like him as a as a announcer. I think they realized him and uh and Kugler, they realized they had a chance to be at prime time and a lot of the world watching, and they just shit the bed. They overdid it. Uh Kugler was fine for the most part, but Mark Sanchez just did not stop talking. Joel, it was it was torture. This game was torture, probably. Yeah, the game stunk. What do you make of the inter- uh the fumble? And the Sirianni barking at him. I didn't see the fumble, but I like that Sirianni had the uh you know the balls to get into his face. I don't love that he was within six feet of Hertz's face because now Hertz probably has COVID as a result. But um <laughs> but I don't I, I like that he was fired up. I think one of the things with him is he's he he obviously wants to be a player's coach. I want to see that from a guy like him. I understand you're newer. You don't really want to, you know, grab the you know the locker room by the balls. But if you show you have a set of your own, I think guys will respect that. As long as you pick your spots, can't do it all the time. You can't be yeah. Joe Judge, Mister Harry High School. You got to like pick your spots. And I thought that was an appropriate time. There are times to kind of nurture your quarterback, and be like, hey, look, we got to get better about this. Let's take a look at that play. Let's improve. And then there's times you got to get in their face and be like, look, that cannot happen. That a lot of mistakes were made last night. They were they were avoidable. He threw the ball into double covers numerous times, missed windows a couple of times, obviously turned the ball over. So, look, Hurts played a great second half, but I, I, I'm totally fine with Sirianni. How about you? Oh, yeah, for sure. I loved it. When I heard he was, like, in his face, uh, giving him explicitives. For it, was enough, it was nothing crazy. But it, but it, it wasn't was definitely, crazy. Yeah. It's, not, it's, it's different from what we're used to. But, yeah, it's different, and I like that. And then I, I liked even more. Not only did the team got right after that, but Hertz got right right after that. Oh yeah, he responded, he, and he responded in a big way. Two touchdowns after the fact. Uh, it was pretty good, and plus, he hasn't played in three weeks. Yeah, bye week and then injury. Yeah, and stuff like that. So you, you're gonna expect that off the first, you know, half. Yeah. But second half, he responded pretty well. So yeah, good for him to get that bad taste of the Giants came out of his mouth. I know we don't love talking about exes, um, in general. It's a cardinal sin. Yeah. But I think the previous quarterback would have sat on the bench and wet his diaper if uh, the coach got in his face like that. Hurts is um, at least hardened a little bit. And then if you get in his face like that, he responds positively. And I'm sure if you asked him, I'm sure they did. You know, how did you feel about that? He would say, look, coach is just doing his job. I got to be better. And the, the point was made. So, I mean, it, I want Hurts to succeed here. I, I, have, I have questions about his long-term future because of his abilities, but the, the, Everything from you know the neck up is there, Jaylen maybe except Hurts. for the uh, ability to look downfield and you know yeah. find an open man every once in a while. But the yeah. eyes are fine. That the brain is absolutely there, for sure. I was going to say Jalen Hurts is Philadelphia. I mean, he's awesome. So fans yeah, between him and Minshew, Hurts has the has the um, I guess the fortitude to stick in the city. And Minshew's got the uh, the outward personality. If you could mix the two. I guess that would be weird because they would just be like Johnny Manziel, but at the same time, oh. I think it's a uh, it's a good mix. Oh, I picked a terrible city to be in with a quarterback controversy. Um, so week sixteen, yes, uh, we're gonna make the picks here live on the turn pod. Um, since I wrote down the lines, I'm sure a lot of these have changed. Yeah, it looks like they certainly have. Um, so I'm actually just gonna open Fanduel and read these off as we go because the. Uh, the numbers on the on the rundown, even though they're only 24 hours old, are for the most part inaccurate at this point. Uh, gotcha. So Thursday night, the final Thursday night game, the uh, the second final Thursday night game, according to me. <laughs> right. Um, San Francisco 49ers are going to head to Tennessee. Niners look great. Tennessee's coming off a rough one. Um, 
Niners are actually laying the three points in Tennessee over under 44 and a half. Joel, who do you like? 49ers, because I do not trust Ryan Tannehill, even though he will get a touchdown rush. So I'm going against my um, my recent rule of – so in the last month or so, anytime a team is a three or fewer point dog at home, I haven't taken them. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of the Browns the other day and the um, and this. I think I'm just going to go San Francisco. They seem to be trending in the proper direction. Tennessee is maybe going the opposite direction. So I, uh, I'm i just going to go 49ers. I don't know about the line. I'm not going to touch anything. I just think they win. Derrick Henry is a big reason why this is happening. It's a huge loss, man. Oh, by the way, I just want to say this real quick. Let's stop the Jonathan Taylor MVP talks right now. What? Because if Derrick Henry so – it, it's, it's happening. If Derrick Henry doesn't win MVP last year, rushing for 2,000 yards on a playoff team, I don't want to hear about Jonathan Taylor being the MVP this year because he's not. Oh, my God. The MVP is his offensive line. Indianapolis, um, stand down. Yeah, let's, let's give it a rest. Down. Give it a rest. All right, uh, Christmas Day. We got a game at 4.30 and a game at 8 o'clock. This sucks because there's going to be five basketball games and two football games. Oh, I would almost prefer it. it. I would almost prefer it if they play the two football games on Christmas Eve instead of Christmas Day. I want to watch one game at a time. I don't want to have to flip back and forth. Are you at the Poconos? Um, I don't know what time we're going to get back. I should be home in time to watch the uh, – I'll definitely be home in time for the Colts-Cardinals game. But um, maybe I'll have a Fox open in my car on my way home. Uh, so Cleveland going to Green Bay. This game might be a snooze anyway. Unless Baker's back, but we'll see. And Stefanski. But uh, Packers are laying a touchdown, minus 7.5 at home. Over under 45 and a half against the Browns. Green Bay. Green Bay. I mean, look, if Baker's back, that line shrinks to probably four and a half, five. Yeah. Stefanski's back, maybe you get an extra half point. But um, at that point, it just makes it easier to pick the Packers. I think the Pack are coming off a, uh, you know, a couple weeks of, you know, momentum building. And I think winning a close one last week, they're going to want to blow out the Browns. Uh, that's the 4.30 game on Saturday on Christmas Day. Um, God willing, there won't be any delays this week, especially with the two games on on, uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, next one is Colts-Cardinals, which before the season probably looked like a snooze. Yeah. But uh, at this point, at this juncture, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, Cardinals are minus one and a half. The, the money line is pretty even, minus 118 to plus 100. 48 and a half is the over-under, one of the higher totals of the week. Um, what, uh, what, what say you? All right, this is my tough one because Colts are pretty good, but Wentz is garbage behind the fuck under center at times. 57 yards? 57 yards? Yeah. This is nonsense. Now the Cardinals were great. Murray went out. He comes back. Eh, he's still getting experience, and then they lost. Got beaten down by the Lions, so I have no idea what's going on, and that's what the Lions suggest, minus one and a half. They expect the shootout, though. I don't see a shootout unless Jonathan Taylor goes off again. Uh, I have the Cardinals, though. I Zach Ertz and Wentz on the same field. Mark Ooh. my words, they will meet up at, at uh, pregame. Yeah, talk they'll probably church, trade jerseys, too. Talk church, buttfuck each other, all that stuff. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> We're always done. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm with you. This is also a tough one. Oh, so you do agree with me. All right. No. Yeah, no, I think it's going to, I think it'll definitely be a good game. Oh, Colts, no, I, I feel the, like the butt. The... Oh, not that part. No, <laughs> no, listen, I wasn't baptized. Um, the Colts <laughs> are coming off of a big win. Cardinals are coming off of a big loss. Recipe for Disaster. regression, regression to the mean. Yeah. I'm going to go Cardinals and I think they cover the one and a half. I will have no, 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 they're going to cover that. Um, Cardinals are going to win. I think it'll be pretty convincing. Uh, as we move to the Sunday window, one o'clock window, uh, one of our numerous divisional matchups this weekend, Jeez. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus 10 on the road against the Panthers over under 44 flat, uh, Brady and the Bucks coming for blood. This we got to give me the Bucks in this one. As I'm eating, going to take five. Joel's got to take five seconds to, to chew this. This one is a tricky game as well. You think so? I think Newton is starting again. Ugh. Who's the who's the coach? Rule. Yeah, Matt Rule. He did not rule out. See what I did there? Shut up. <laughs> he did not rule <laughs> out. Um, Sam Darnold to come back and start. Oh, Christ. I, there, there's three quarterbacks. You cannot choose between the two worst. Okay. Put the best one in. Let let P.J. Walker start. They're at home. Buccaneer just got shut out by the Saints. Yeah. Now, I'm going to pick up the Bucks because I think Brady's just going to... That minus 11, take the house on that. I put minus 30. They're going to blow out the Panthers. Buccaneers. Panthers' defense is pretty good. They Brian Burns just got uh, put in the Pro Bowl. But uh, Tampa... I think it's the first time – I forget what the stat was. SNF showed it. It was like the first time a defending champ had been shut out at home following winning the Super Bowl. So wow, that's certainly interesting. Um, oh, good. The team everybody gets right against. Uh, Chargers minus 10 on the road at Houston. Uh, who, who who do you like in this one? Give me Herbert. All Watch, day. we say it. We make fun of this and Houston wins. Um I'm with you. Just give me the Chargers. This is a this is a pretty boring. Uh, so far, we're I think five for five picking the safety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind are. of the week that it is. There will be a couple tough ones though coming in. Uh, the next one I don't think will be. Um, uh, for the record, I'm going to go Chargers as well. Uh, the next one will be an interesting one. Um, New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles coming off a Tuesday game, so a little bit less rest. Giants coming off being bad, I guess. Um, the, the line is nine and a half. The over-under is 40 and a half. So it suggests it'll be about a 30 to, I'm sorry, a 25-15-ish game, which I don't know. Uh, Sirianni, I guess his uh, his his status is undetermined at this, at this moment. Uh, maybe other coaches too. I mean, who knows? They're, they're going to have to test a lot of guys that he was in contact with, including obviously his quarterback, which we just made a joke about, but you know, it hurts. Could be a close contact as well. Um, Gannon, whoever the the uh, Shane Steichen, like there could be a lot of guys that were close contacts. Um, could um, be getting a Sunday, and Jason Kelsey might be the head coach. So <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Um, yeah, this is a tough one because the coach is out, possibly quarterback, and we're recording on a Wednesday night. Basically, on the East Coast right now is what one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we so just it is Thursday. Thursday morning. This game isn't until Sunday at one o'clock. 
things can change from there. He could also be moved back a few days. Who knows? Yeah, right. Um, right now, as it stands, give it the Eagles. I think this is Jalen Hurts is going to go off because this was his last game where it was a pitiful performance. He's going to get this one back. And the Eagles will finally go back-to-back home game wins. Yeah, with their, uh, they only have two wins at home, don't they? Yep, just two. Uh, Should be more, but I digress. Give it the Eagles. They did play a tough schedule early on. I I don't know. It's tough to beat the same team twice. And the Giants, I feel like they did play a pretty good game against the Eagles the first time around. Um, but Eagles are trending upward at this moment, although they were trending upward before. Um, it's a tough one. I would probably take the points. Uh, I, I, think, I think it'll be competitive, to be honest with you. Um, I, I'm going to just go with the Eagles, though. But I think it will be competitive if you're uh, if you're looking at it, it's minus one ten to just take the nine and a half. So I, I think the Giants will make it competitive. Although the Eagles will definitely um, be looking to you know beat them after losing to them the first time. Yeah. Uh, next one I think is probably the, your potential game of the week. Um, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is minus three at home, forty five and a half. Um, this one the Bengals upset the Ravens on the road the first time they played. Um, again, as we always say, tough to beat the same team twice. Who do you like in this one? Because I think this will be your game of the week. Without question, it's the game of the week. Maybe Roma. You can check that out. Uh, give me two seconds. I'll find out. Yeah, go for it. Um, I like my Bengals. I love them. Joe Burrows, Chase, Mixon, Hicks. I like them. But Ravens have gotten their footing. Huntley is becoming a capable starter in this league. They would have won. They would be 10 and 4 if it wasn't for bonehead two point conversions. So I have the Ravens beating the Bengals and claiming that division spot. Uh, Kevin Harlan, Trent Green, and Melanie Collins for this one. So you're going Ravens, huh? Yep. Coffee with my whole expletive flow. I was going to go them too. <laughs> um, Bengals coming off a five-point ugly win. Ravens coming off a one-point really nice loss. I the recipe for it's my hunch. I don't know. It doesn't feel like. Yeah, I don't even know. I I, I almost want to agree with you, but I kind of have to disagree because otherwise we're gonna have all the exact same picks. Um, yeah, come on now, just do it. I don't. Baltimore. I don't feel good Baltimore. about it. Just pick Baltimore. Uh. Yeah, see, we're going to be boring here. Uh, yeah. I mean, my gut tells me the Ravens will win. I'm telling you, we have a lot more games, yeah. and I'm sure we're going to disagree. Yeah, I get you know, whatever. I, Baltimore, I, I, if you it, I, if you had, if you cornered me and said who, who's going to win, yeah, I would say Ravens. There you go. So that's that. Um, I, I already know who you're picking in this one. Lions at Falcons. Falcons minus six. Um, over under 42 and a half lions are plus 220 on the money line. So you're how, how early did you lock that in today? <laughs> 10 minutes before we started recording. How are they plus 220? I the the Falcons stink. I'm telling you, that is easy money. Give me lions. I have the lions yeah. on this one. Yeah, me too. Falcons are terrible. <laughs> There's no reason the lions just really honestly just played one of the better games anybody's played. They they actually stifled uh, the Cardinals a little bit. Now, use that word. Pro- uh, did I use that word properly? I excellent. think 
excellent. Thank you. Two dollar um, word. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, right. What are you gonna? Well, say? I was gonna say though, it could be a pick, uh, a trap game because they just came off of a big statement win at home sure. against the Cardinals. Now and you're the traveling. Are in the hunt. Now you're traveling to the right. Now you're traveling to Atlanta. You might just come out flat. So we'll we'll never know. But golf has some confidence. Coach has some confidence. The team has some confidence in swag. Yeah. Now they know that they can compete and win games in the NFL. And the coach isn't a complete idiot, even though they do love how playing. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. Um, uh, for what it's worth, Falcons are in the playoff hunt. Uh, they're coming off a rough loss in San Francisco. They're, and then next, uh, after this week, they go to Buffalo. So that's an that's the easy loss. Uh, Lions, on the other hand, coming off a big win. They actually have another winnable game next week against Seattle. So, I mean, this one, this one's interesting. I, I, I like the Lions as well. We still have not disagreed, which is alarming. Um, <laughs> we, we're we're going to disagree on one of the games later, and you're going to be surprised when I tell you uh, why. Now, this is um, honestly, this could probably be the only game we disagree on. Is the uh, the so the I, I guess there's some sort of a suck bowl bracket because the Jags play the Jets this week. Um, <laughs> so I guess it's the losers bracket from the softball because Miami beat the Jets and the Jags lost to Houston last week. Uh, this is the slimmest line um, for good reason. Uh, Jets are actually one-point home dogs against the Jags. They listened to me last week when I smashed that over in the softball at 39.5. They bumped it up to 41.5. Um, this is probably the hardest game. <laughs> um... the, uh, the loser gets moved to the Big 12 next year. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to see real quick if they have player props up. They don't. Give me. Maybe DraftKings does. Give me the New Jersey Jets. Son of, a, son of an expletive, dude. I... <laughs> uh, Come see, on. Again, I'm going uh, no to break my own rule. I'm going to break my own rule of not picking a team that is getting points at home that's less than a field goal. So uh, DraftKings has this one as a pick em, uh, which I feel a little bit better about. They st- Neither has player props up. I was going to take Trevor Lawrence's uh, interception over. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. Oddly enough, so um, FanDuel has the Jags at minus 112 and the Jets at minus 104. But DraftKings has them as a as a straight up pick'em, but both teams are minus one fifteen. So you're better off betting on FanDuel anyway. Um you know what? Uh oh. RAR. No, give me the no give me the Jaguars. RAR XD. Oh my goodness. Uh as I cut myself. There are so many one o'clock games this week. Eight of them. Oh my God! What's there? One and a half, four o'clock games, and one of them's like the Alamo Bowl. Um, oh my God! All right, so this one is actually an interesting one too. Uh, Sunday, one o one p.m. Why one o one p.m.? Uh, Rams at Vikings. Rams minus three on the road in Minnesota. I think this is uh, on the record. I think this is the highest total, forty nine and a half. Yep, it looks looks like it so far. Forty nine and a half. Rams at Vikings. What's uh, what's your take on this one? There you are. Um, 
not for long. Yeah, right. I mean, if 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 anyone has been tracking my uh, Vikings here, I will never pick a Viking. I will never pick a Viking. So, even though I believe, if you had if you had to get into my head, who do I pick? I would pick the Vikings, but because there's no gun to my head. I will not pick the Vikings, those bum-ass Vikings. I think the Rams should win this. But I will go Vikings. Never mind. <laughs> I got him this so is, upset. <laughs> this is what I'm, I'm going to call this one. I told you I will never pick the Vikings. This is a guaranteed lock. You can put You're a Big your own 12. Rules. You can, no, no, no. You can put a Big 12 team against the Vikings. I will pick the Big 12 over <laughs> the Vikings. But give me... Oh. Justin Jefferson, a touchdown. Neither's neither's playing defense, that's for sure. So who uh, officially who do you have? I don't feel you, you can oh, steal money. Okay, Rams, Rams, Rams. this is the uh, I'm going to call this one in the. So this is bowl season, right? Yeah, I'm going to call this one the the Kenmore Lunch Pail Bowl of 2021 <laughs> because you have Adam Thielen on one sideline, Cooper Cup on the other. Both of them will be competing to see who can get to the stadium earliest. Um, Let's see. I, I'm actually I'm going to pick the Vikings in this one. This will be the first one we disagree. Uh-oh. Second one we disagree on. Um, I'm going to go back to my rule of picking teams that are getting three or fewer at home. Vikings, honestly, Kirk Cousins is. I know he's Kirk Cousins. I know he's like the Eli Manning of this generation. He is. You like that? He's kind of. He's kind of playing well. I mean, I understand he threw that atrocious interception Monday or whatever day it was, but Rams <laughs> coming off a. Short week for the Rams, uh, short week for the Vikings too, but I like Minnesota, man. They're kind of rolling right now. I like them. Well, I don't and like them, but I like them in this game. I have a, a love-hate between them because every time I see Jeff, Justin Jefferson, I'm like, Howie, how could you have missed that? Uh, uh, I know. You have missed that. I know. Every time. <sighs> exactly. Next up, we have the rematch. From I believe only a few weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, Buffalo heading to New England. Buffalo getting two here, so New England minus two at home, uh, over under forty three and a half. Who do you um, like? Now I can't pick this. I have to know the wind conditions of that game. <laughs> um, over under nine and a half pass attempts for Mac Jones. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll safely hit the over on that one. Yeah, I think so too. He played well last week. Now, he played okay. He played okay. If it snows, take the under. Um, I have I, uh, two and a half. This is one of them. This is actually, I think this is might be the actual most difficult game of the week. Uh, too even, give me, actually. Give me Patriots. Okay. Yeah, give me Patriots. Give me Patriots. I uh, this is going to go against a lot of the things that I stand for, and a lot of the precedent that I've set on the pod. Um, I'm actually going to go Buffalo here. Now, I think they're in a desperate situation where they gotta they gotta figure it out. This is um this is RGGRG part two because they got right to an extent last week against the Panthers. Um, I think this is a game where they kind of come out and they show you why they are they were the favorite for the division. Uh, uh, Patriots are still. Absolutely, you know, awesome. But, and this does feel like one of those, you know, Bills had a big win. Patriots had a demoralizing loss regression to the mean here. Uh, so it could be a Pats win, which I think is why the line is too. But I, um, I'm i leaning Buffalo, however. 
right. 101. This is probably the Nancy Romo game. For sure. All right. Three late windows. I'm sorry. Uh, Ian Eagle, Charles Davis, and Evan Washburn for this one. Oh, my God. The Eagles got Kenny Albert again. You love Kenny Albert. Stop I hate it. him. He's not, he oh Christ. They couldn't give us, they couldn't just throw oh, us a bone and give us Gus Johnson for once. Jalen Hurts running. Jalen Hurts with a first down. <laughs> I hate Kenny Albert. He sounded like Dark Vader. Yeah, we have three four o'clocks, even though we got 37 one o'clock games. We are running up against time, my friend. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, Bears. Bears at Seahawks. Seahawks minus six and a half at home. Give me Seahawks. Seattle. Uh, Broncos minus one at Las Vegas. Uh, Raiders. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, Raiders are getting one at home against the Broncos. Raiders. Raiders. Um, Chiefs minus seven and a half at home against the Steelers over under 44 and a half. Give me Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll just go with the Chiefs. Uh, Sunday night football. We don't need for Sunday night. Nah, nah, nah. Um, football team at Cowboys. Cowboys currently laying ten and a half. Uh, remains to be seen if Washington will bring their benches with them. Um, <laughs> but regardless, um, Cowboys are laying a touchdown and a field goal. Give me football team. I want to pick them too because I want to think that Heineke will be back. I'm gonna go. That's actually a really big line for no apparent reason. I'll go to Dallas, but I think Washington covers that 10 and a half. Uh, we want to throw a little parlay action in right now. Football team plus the 10 and a half, uh, along with Lions, Monday line, probably gets you decent odds. Um, For sure. Monday night football, a, a just a gross over under 38 and a half. Uh, New Orleans hosting Miami, minus three for, uh, for New Orleans. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm tempted to hit the <laughs> under on that line. Yeah, I mean, how do you not? Uh, give me Miami. Ugh. Me too. <laughs> this is that. What an ugly game. What an ugly week. My head hurt looking at that. I yeah, that was. Else. a I don't. I don't want to watch that. Jesus. All right. Uh, TTP Monday, time. Monday's going to be a good recovery day because I'm probably going to be exhausted. I'll be. I'll be asleep by the time I get home. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not watching that stupid game. Oh shoot. <laughs> uh, TTP. We're going to go with a locker dog and a lay. Um, what are you feeling so far? Or would you um, like? Would you like me to start? Uh, go ahead. I'm ready. Okay. My underdog of week number sixteen. Not really going out on a limb here. Ah. Uh, so. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Sorry about the time. I'm going to go eeny, meeny, miny, miny, miny. Since you picked the very best one, you are not it. Uh, let's go with the let's go with the Bills. Ooh. Bills underdog. Okay. Uh, for me, the Lions. Yeah. That's fair. They've been our dog for a bunch of games this year, but I I, I wholeheartedly agree with that this, this time around. It, that's the crazy. That's the ironic part. They have been dogs of ours, but the two games that they won, they were not our dogs. Have they been favored at all this year? <laughs> no, probably not. Maybe um, in week one. Maybe but, they play uh, week one. I don't even know. Yeah. Um. Who is your lock? My lock is. What line do you like the most here? Or over under? I guess. 
under 41 and a half Jags Jets. The silence is deafening. So no, you can't see me, but I'm, I'm agreeing with that. Uh, <laughs> I think my lock is going to be. Hmm. I'm going to go. Lock is going to be. Let's go over 44 and a half Steelers Chiefs. Okay. Over 44 and a half Steeler Chiefs in the yeah. books. That's uh it's written in ink. And then laying the points or taking the points. The uh, uh the points bet of the week. Uh, I know that's a tough one. Minus 11 looks fucking crazy. There's some weird ones this week, isn't there? Give me minus one and a half Cardinals. Okay. I, I like that. That's, that's a very safe pick. I'm actually ah, going to go. That safe pick, huh? Uh, huh? I just ah, mushed you. Pick? I'm sorry. Ravens plus two and a half. <laughs> well, it's three now, so you, you oh, minus get three. an extra half. Plus three. Yeah, it's actually, it's, yeah, you get three now. Um, I'm actually going to go with another one here. I said they almost backdoored half the country on Monday. I'm going to go Bears <laughs> plus six and a half in Seattle. Really? They were an extra point away from backdooring everybody Monday because, but there was no time on the clock, so they couldn't kick the extra point. They lost by eight. The spread was seven at kickoff. Oh. I'm going to go Bears plus six and a half. They're due for just an awful bad beat. Plus um, six and a half Bears. I like it. And then, real quick. Yeah. We're going to do the five uh, NBA games on Christmas. Let's just pick winners. Um, okay. Sounds good. Uh, we, don't, we don't really have any TTP for this, especially because of the fact that uh, there's actually I – don't I don't even think I see lines here. Um, uh, yeah, there's no lines on FanDuel. So I have like tentative lines on Yahoo that we can go off of, but I'm not really concerned about it. So uh, the 12 o'clock game is at the Garden, Hawks, Knicks. Um, Yahoo has it at minus one and a half for the Knicks. Over under 218 and a half. Hawks are currently 14 and 16. Knicks are 14 and 17. Who do you like? Knicks. I do too. Uh 2 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The 16 and 16 Boston Celtics at the 20 and 13 Bucks. Bucks minus seven over under 233 and a half. Bucks. Bucks with a Celtics cover. Uh, five o'clock game, middle of the day. Suns at home. Warriors on the road. Warriors 25 and six. Suns 25 and five. Suns minus three and a half over under 228 and a half. I'm tempted to pick the Suns. Tempted. I'm going to go with the Warriors, though. Tempted, though. I'm going to go Phoenix. All right. All right. I don't know how to feel about that game. Eight o'clock game. Uh, somehow it's on two channels. It's on ABC and ESPN. Um, Nets, Lakers, 21 and nine for the Nets, 16 and 16 for the Lakers. Lakers are favored by one and a half. I believe that's because of the COVID stuff. Uh, who do you like? 237 and a half is the over. That is uh, the highest of the game of day. Uh, give me, ooh. I don't know. It's so far out. I know it's hard. Kevin Durant's in the protocol, right? 
I think so. Well, he. I think the Sixers. I think I thought he was the only one that wasn't. Nah, he was in the protocol after torching oh, the Sixers. Uh, maybe oh, he's it, out by now. Uh, well, they just lost to Orlando. Yeah, he's in protocol. It looks like he didn't play against Orlando tonight. Or I'm sorry, no, that was the 18th. That was. You know what? Three like four nights ago. What the hell am I talking about? Give me what, nuts. What? Give me nuts. Oh, their last game was postponed actually. Mm. And then the Washington game was also so a couple games have been postponed for them. So, so um, give me the Lakers. And then the nightcap that nobody will watch. 15 and 15 Dallas Mavs against the 29 uh, Utah Jazz. Luka Doncic, by the way, is in protocol, as is former Sixer Trey Burke. Ooh, over under, uh, I'm sorry, Jazz minus five, over under 224 and a half. I had the Mavs right on paper. As soon as you said Luka was on protocol, I switched to the Jazz. I mean, he could be out. I don't know what the what's even happening anymore. What is protocol? What is protocol? I have Jazz. Yeah. Uh, if we were doing uh, TTP, that would be my lock. Jazz minus five. I don't think the Mavs are very good. Yeah, All I right. Think uh, we have. So what we've been doing in recent weeks is we've been doing a W and an L on the Wednesday episode or Tuesday, whenever we have to move it up a little bit. And then a top five or top 10 on the Friday episode, because we probably won't have a second episode unless there's, you know, emergency reason to do so. Uh, we're just going to do both on uh, tonight's episode. Yeah. So you want to do the W's and the L's first and then the top five after? Yes, we'll do that. All right. So one, two, three, four. How many of each do you have? I have four W's and two L's because we already covered one. Okay. I, uh, I'm actually right in line with you. I have five W's and one L in the spirit of the uh, – the Christmas season, I don't want to go too negative because a lot of the beginning of the episode was overwhelmingly negative. So I wanted to go pretty heavy positive at the end. Um, how would you like? Do you want to just start with the L so we can finish on a positive note? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you, so you have two L's. I have one. Let's sandwich our, our L's. You want to go first? Yeah. Um, this is not sports related. So this is just a, a random L that I just saw. But uh, apparently, I don't know if you saw this, Rob. Doubt it because I saw this barely on the Apple news feed. On my phone, but apparently, on, it's a Vice article. A school librarian reportedly made third graders reenact the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> Lady, take an L on that one. <laughs> my goodness, when I saw that, <laughs> Rob is deceased. I did I, not I, expect I, any of that. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, "Oh, lady makes them do like the nativity scene, or makes them do like wind sprints." No, they just decided to do a uh, the Holocaust. And then apparently, kids were uh, crying during the reenactment, and when they got home, and the parents were like, "What was happening?" And apparently, the librarian reportedly said Holocaust happened because, quote, the Jews ruined Christmas. <laughs> I mean. Um, and this was is this a, teacher's name uh, Eric uh, Cartman by chance? <laughs> <laughs> um, what you call it? This was in Washington D.C. A librarian in Washington D.C. Oh my god! So uh, let me see. She has been uh, on paid leave, but uh, she basically made the comment about Jews ruining Christmas after a student asked why the Nazis carried out the Holocaust. So <laughs> I mean, these third graders are out here. I don't know, but uh, that's what happened in uh, Washington, D.C. this past week. 
That is my first L. Wow. I was I not expecting strong. that. That was <laughs> that was so funny. It was almost a W. Um, <laughs> so my my only L is going to go to uh, Anna Horford. Oh no! I, oh God! Did you? Yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm guessing you saw this. I did not, but I hear so, Horford. So can it be related to Al Horford? Yes, it oh, is his goodness. annoying sister, oh, um, wife Anna Horford. So somebody tweeted um, at cool protagonist. The oh, fella, Jesus. he did uh, an MFK. If you're familiar with those, uh, marry relations murder, basically. Yes. Um, who would you rather? Ime Udoka, who was the Celtics head coach, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. Anna Horford responds and uh, it quote tweets and says, "Only because I have to choose, uh, marry Jalen, <laughs> um, fornicate with Tatum, and kill Ime." I think oh. that she got roasted for this for good reason. She deleted the tweet, but she got roasted for this because first of all, she said, I have in full caps to choose like, no, nobody's got a gun to your head, making you play this stupid game. Secondly, there were no, um, no responses to the original tweet, no quote tweets on the original tweet, no retweets and no likes. And she was the only person to say anything like the only interaction with the original tweet. Oh my and gosh. the fact that, she just keeps begging for attention is uh is beyond me. She was more hated, I think, in Philly than her brother was. <laughs> She's so annoying. I, I cannot even begin to tell you. All right. Is and then it, she uh, goes and tweets something the other day about how COVID is ruining everybody's mental health. Uh, no, you're ruining your own mental health. Oh, God. I, I can't now, take it. Who's more annoying, her or uh, the brother of Patrick Mahomes? Uh, had to delete the MFK tweet. Men hate women. This is why we can't have nice things. No, you're an idiot. Um, I, I do think Mahomes' brother is more annoying, but still. Uh, then somebody says, you're not a family woman, and she tweets a response of her in a bikini top. I'm so confused. Oh, my God. I'm deceased. Why am I on this woman's feed? I don't know. All right. My second L. Uh, are you done? Uh, I'm going to throw up. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I my second think L. This woman. Happened uh, this past Saturday. Rob, did you see the Tyron Woodley-Jake Paul fight? Number two. Uh, I didn't. I, I know what happened, though. Yes. Well, Tyron Woodley, UFC uh, athlete, fighter. Uh, renowned, almost future Hall of Famer, world champion, got slept on Saturday in the sixth round, I believe. That was a hefty punch that he took, too. Flatlined my man, face yeah. down, like Pacquiao, like any other meme, just out cold. Tyron Willey takes an L. Uh, I was talking to Redacted about it. Friend uh, of the show. Friend of the show. Questionable friend of the show on that one. So I don't think he'll ever be on it. He doesn't want to be a friend of the show. Yeah. He's a uh, outside looking in. He's a, you know, an on he's a looker, he's a viewer. He's a great UFC man. Yes. Though. That that is true. Um we were talking about legacy, his career, all this other stuff. Um Tyron Willie takes an L. I mean, now some people say it was fixed cuz like Jake Paul did one of these like one of these motions, Robert, you can see it. It's one of these right before. It's me turning my fist from basically 180. Yeah. And then right back, right before 
where they put his hands down and then just eats a complete overhand right shot to the Oof. temple. Now, any shot to the temple will flatline anybody. Yeah. Hard enough. So it's like six pounds of pressure to the nose will break a nose. So it's one of those deals. But nevertheless, Tyron Willard takes an L. And what came out of it was a W because of all the memes. The best one is the one that you sent me on Twitter. Oh, uh, yes. I was going to bring this up when you mentioned the meme thing a couple seconds ago. Ah. Uh. By all means, you can take it away from there. Top vibe. So we're on the same wavelength right now. Uh, um, somebody put, uh, they photoshopped Willie into a uh, a scene from Toy Story when um, what's his name? What's the kid's name in Toy Story? Um, Andy. Andy walks back in the room and all the toys play dead, and you see all the toys lying on the floor, and Willie's <laughs> just lying on the floor with them. <laughs> that was the fun. So that and the Nate Robinson Lion King one are probably my two favorites that have come out of these celebrity boxing matches. Oh my goodness! Well, the Nate Robinson one, we the Lion one. Yeah, that was the OG. Of yeah, the, uh, the Lion King of all the the yeah that was hilarious. Darren Williams, by the way, didn't he knock out Frank Gore? Oh, he he actually bullied him the entire fight. Was well, yeah. half his age, I would hope so. But he bullied Frank Gore was alive for the uh the like what the World War Civil one. War, the Revolutionary War. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> that wars. man's been to war and back numerous times. He's got eleven medals of honor. That poor guy. Uh, but back to the. The memes. I think the original was uh, unfortunately in front of the show Derek Rose when he went down with an injury in Chicago, mm. and one of the first uh, memes was uh, Simba <laughs> on him when uh, his dad died, Mufasa, and they did that for Nate Robinson. I haven't seen it for Woodley, but the Andy's Andy's coming was a great tweet, great uh, Photoshop that had me laughing longer than it should have. Tears came down my face. I have one other, there's one other tweet, which I thought was pretty funny. It said celebrity boxing is just a new way for, uh, for celebrities to declare bankruptcy. (laughs) Um, Oh my goodness. So so you want to jump into uh, the, uh, want to jump into the dubs? Yeah. uh, So you have four. Yeah. All right. I have five. So uh, Um, you go first. So let's go with, this is a tough one because they're all good, but none of them are perfect. Um, Number five or number one for me. (laughs) Um, so as of December 20th, 2021, LeBron James had spent 6,752 days in the NBA oh my God. and 6,752 days out of the NBA. So half of his life now, uh, as of right now, more than half of his life has been spent in the NBA, which is uh, crazy to me. Jesus. So um, he is in day 6,555 day. Uh, days in the NBA and prior to joining the NBA, he was alive for 6,752 days. So um, this is um, according to Brady Klopfer, who is a, uh, a West coast writer for the West coast NBA team for the Warriors and the uh, San Francisco giants. But LeBron has now spent more than half of his existence on an NBA roster. Jesus. That's pretty crazy. Book. It's nuts, isn't it? Man passion love your uh love what you do crazy jesus crazy dude um uh my number my first dub is uh any nba player from either it's the g league the big three or any free agents that are coming from the dead are now being signed and are playing in the nba due to these covid protocols and they're getting paid 
They're getting some uh, minutes, some airtime, some viewership if they're on a mainstream platform like TNT, ABC, etc., NBA TV. Uh, from the likes of Isaiah Thomas coming back from the dead, even though he's 0-3 with the Lakers since signing. Uh, Joe Johnson signed today with the Boston Celtics. 10 Played contract, also. And played. So, I mean, I think that's a big – right before the holidays, right before the, the, yeah. the new year. So it's good to see those players back in the league, even if it's for a temporary stint. And, you know, it's good to see that. I think Joe Johnson might actually be the only player in the NBA right now, correct me if I'm wrong, that actually played against Michael Jordan. Um, because when, uh, Joe, when Joe broke in with the Celtics, he played against Wizard Jordan. Now there might be some old head somewhere on a roster that is still around. Udonis Haslam. Uh, Haslam probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Haslam probably played against him. But I mean, LeBron joined the league a year after Jordan left. Um, Tony Parker's retired. Yeah, that, he might be the only one. Oh, Lou Williams might have played against Jordan. No, no, yeah. he, he didn't. Um, Iggy Dalla. No. Iggy no, well, let's let's fa- we'll fact check it. I'm pretty sure Iggy was 04. He was in the uh, the LeBron draft. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Or drafted in 03, played in 04. Um, but I'm pretty sure Joe Johnson's the only one that's ever played. The only guy current who played against Jordan. Now I'll probably be wrong, and we'll find out that like there's some old guy that played. Uh, I'm sure there's an old point guard like Andre Miller's probably still active or something. Jesus. Um, my next W. Let's see what that. we go with here. Um, my next W is going to be uh, the Impractical Jokers celebrating their tenth birthday together. Wait, um, what? <laughs> they uh, the Impractical Jokers is now ten years old. So nice. Happy birthday to the show that uh, got me through quarantine. I've yet to see a full episode, but from the clips I've seen, it's hilarious. Fantastic. It is hilarious. Yeah, good stuff. I I enjoy that show. I th- I think wholesome I have to fun. See it is. I, have a, I think I've seen one. I can't remember if I'm wrong. I think it was Jeter, or damn, um, I it was a they, Yankee. Uh, I think it was, they went to uh, to City Field as a punishment, and um, whoever it was, I think it was Joe, had to collect uh, signed baseballs from Noah Syndergaard, but he kept calling him Jeter. <laughs> it wasn't he, that. He, I know that. It wasn't that. That's funny though. That alone is funny. I don't know. No, it was like was a, a autograph signing. And he was supposed to have its, I don't know. It, I'm, I'm sure. I digress. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it was funny. <laughs> uh, that's funny though. Good for impractical jokers. I gotta sit down and watch. I'll probably watch it over the weekend. Yeah, they're little. They're easy shows to get through. Twenty three minutes. Yeah, it's long. All right, my next W is. Uh, I'm sorry, Rob. This might be. Uh, I probably have one of yours right here. I think you do. I think we have one. Um, this is a callback. I'm doing a lot of callbacks this episode to Rob's ah, W. Yes. Okay. Uh, it was a Dominican boy, by the way. Okay. Uh, well, Rob, you want to set it up? Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, uh, my dad, it might have been last week. My W was Probably. a little kid. Yeah, my uh, little kid that went viral. They're kind of semi-viral on uh, Twitter. He was uh, playing catcher in the street. I guess with his friends, he yeah. had a baseball glove, uh, not a catcher's mitt, but he had a baseball glove, and then he had cardboard taped to his body as his catcher's gear. And uh, somebody actually quote tweeted, it might even John Boy, John quote tweeted and said, "Hey, can we get this kid some gear?" Rawlings responded, said, "Hey, we're in." 
a couple other like retired players said we had a couple of writers did there was a minor league baseball player that said hey i want to help and um so that's where we left off last yeah so since then the uh <coughs> excuse me since then the uh one of the top teams in the dominican republic uh the anguilas Sibanias. i am probably completely butchering it wrong my friends who are into baseball, especially the Dominican ones, are absolutely butchering it. But they are a very popular and dominant team in the Dominican Republic. Actually stepped up to the plate, got in contact with the kid, and I believe his father or somebody. Had them come down to practice with the team, catch, throw with the team, had the gear on, actual, <laughs> as my iPad almost falls to the ground. Uh, catches with the team, has catching gear actual catching him like oh this is pretty cool so uh shout out to the dominican team uh for bringing in the little boy to live out a little you know okay. day in the life as a baseball player and it, it was pretty cool to see that the internet it's not only for cesspool and negativity but yeah can uh bring some cheers to uh, a young boy especially Absolutely during the holiday awesome. season so it was pretty easy awesome w. easy w there yeah um i'm a little concerned so that's also one of my w's um oh was it so yeah yeah totally fine though uh now i'm a little concerned we also have this one on our w's uh, <laughs> um tiger woods and his son playing golf together is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life um i don't have that but i saw it oh my god it was awesome i think the coolest part that's come from this if anybody it just type in tiger woods on twitter you'll find it um Tiger Woods, they showed him a video. Somebody put together a video, it might have been Bleacher Report or ESPN, yep. of both of their mannerisms, and they are almost exactly the same. Even like to the point where they, they drive the ball and then they do a little twirl with the uh the club and kind of like holster it. Yeah. Tiger watched the video and they have his reaction to it, and he's just like taking it back. I think it's the coolest thing in the world. Everything I think matters. it's terrifying. There's gonna be another tiger for the next 20 years terrorizing the world, but uh, everything the walk just winning every every major he had the the red shirt i believe uh, oh um, yeah the sunday red um he he did something with his nose because they had allergies they had the yeah, same yeah tiger said they both suffer from allergies yeah how cool is that they had the same uh verbiage after they hit the ball yeah like, i forget what it was like it was, was awesome. i don't understand golf jargon but yeah it was awesome how so, cool is that that's a dope tiger that's a dope and so tiger woods by the way who got uh so Tiger cheated on his partner, which is not cool. But people acted like he orchestrated the Holocaust. They, he they like tried to cancel him before cancel culture was a thing. Um, yeah. Tiger, uh, obviously not a not a saint, not a perfect human, but at the uh, at the time they they crucified him in the media, and I don't think that was fair. So I, I'm happy to see him back, kind of in a positive light. Yeah. He won. What is he won something a couple of years ago? Now he's got this. Uh, it's cool for him to kind of have a chance to ride off into the sunset with something positive. Yeah, I think he won a couple majors, I think, since then. He won something a couple years ago, some sort of tour. Yeah, yeah, he's won one of those tours, and that was like the big crescendo of like a comeback story. It was Absolutely any, awesome. There was any uh, comeback player of the year in general sports, it was Tiger Woods that year. For sure. Or at least a running. Um, my next W is, I don't know if you saw this, but the Idaho Potato Bowl. <laughs> yes, you did. I didn't, but I, I just oh. have the visual of what they do every year. Oh, they probably did. They they probably did it again. Then, oh. Oh. then this isn't in anything new because <laughs> I don't watch college football. Well, but my favorite tradition: uh, Wyoming uh, 
coach gets a fry bath instead of a Gatorade bath <laughs> after the I love it. I don't potato bowl one. And I think I love it. I think you love it more that I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> after, I didn't oh, realize it was a recurring novelty. thing. I saw a picture and I thought it was from a few years ago. It turns out it was from this year. Uh, the caption said, "This is how many fries they give you a vibe, guys." That so. was pretty cool. Now, I posed four questions for you. Uh, <laughs> do you prefer that over Gatorade if yes. you were the coach? Yes. Uh, so if, if as long as it's appropriated to the bowl, I don't want to. Uh, the um, the I don't want you pouring friend. Yeah, you don't pour credit cards on me for the. Actually, yeah, I'd rather you pour credit cards on me than. So I think this should be a thing. The sugar bowl, they should pour sugar on you. Uh, the, the orange bowl, bowl, they should throw oranges at you. The um, the slime bowl, the uh, the outback bowl, they should pour like blue and onion on you. Um, the GoDaddy.com. I actually so if they poured French fries on him for the uh for like the Boca Raton bowl. Yeah. Bowl, that's one thing. The Armed Forces bowl, they just like they like make him vanish into thin air by putting a camouflage on him. I think it's actually kind of funny if they start doing things like this for all the bowls. So for the, uh, what's another one for the Rose Bowl, they just pour flowers on the coach. Um, I think the, it's a cool little wrinkle. Don't they have like one of the, uh, the restaurants? Uh, oh, there's, uh, I'm sure Buffalo Wild Wings probably has one. Chick-fil-A does the, uh, I'm sure they sponsor everything. Uh, um, my second. There, there's, so, there's, there's, so oh, I'm sorry. When you're done that, I do have one thing to add. Oh, no, go for it. No, I was going to say, my aside from the French fry bath, uh-huh. my favorite thing also is when the Outback Bowl comes around uh-huh. the night before or two nights before the bowl, both uh, teams that play in it. So, like, one year it was, like, Michigan and, like, I don't know, like, well, let's just say Michigan and, like, USC. Um, what they'll do is they'll they'll fi- – the two teams will have dinner at Outback, and they will they will give you the statistics <laughs> during the game of how many blooming onions were eaten, how many baked potatoes were eaten. And it's always just, like, these – gargantuan numbers that are just terrifying to look at it's like it, it, 500 blooming onions were consumed um it, 48 pounds like 800 french fries like <laughs> it's it, it's crazy stuff oh my goodness i love it um the second one is uh does FanDuel or DraftKing void your prop bet thinking that it was a <laughs> a flavor that you chose like orange the next thing you know is a bunch of fun. Oh, for the, uh, the color of the drink. Um, <laughs> I think they know better by now. Um, to, I would imagine you get your money back for that, though. And then this is like a, a third and last one, but it's like kind of a two-part, depending on your answer. Sure. Which fry would you be doused in? And if not fries, what would you want to be doused in? I would say uh, curly fries or Chick-fil-A fries. If I were to be doused in fries, it would be that. Don't give me steak fries. Nah, steak fries are stupid. Or sweet potato. Give me that. I'll take that too. Nah. What kind of fries would I be doused in? Who makes my favorite fries? Uh, I would be doused in... Yeah, curly fries are a good one. Uh, let's just go curly fries. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Smart play. Uh, if, if not fries, what would you like to be doused in? I think you have an easy one with take fives. Unless it's in a warm <laughs> climate because then they might melt inside the cooler. But oh God. Uh, the uh, easy answer here is money. Oh, yeah, for sure. As long as it's not pennies because that would <laughs> hurt. Or really, uh, quarters would hurt. But quarters would at least would add up. Uh, 
money, but it has to be five dollar bills and up. Don't throw ones at me. I'm not at a strip club. Don't do that to me. Yeah, true. We're not strippers. I'm, I'm better uh, than that. I just want a game for the, for my school. Don't throw ones yeah, at me. And I'm not getting paid for it. Uh, <laughs> did we say that out loud? Let's see. Um, in the interest of not sounding like a a fat person, I'm not going to go with the food. I'm going to go with these pilot pens that I really like oh because they're goodness. so expensive. So if you dump like 400 of them on me, I get like 400. I get like $1,200 worth of pens for free. AKA a and I win a football game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're great pens. Pilot G2. Um, any friends of the show, just mail them to me. Thank you. They're like eight bucks a pack. They suck. But I love <laughs> the pens. So if you want to dump those on me, that'd be great. Dope. Um, yeah, that's my third or fourth. Doug. I have one more. Uh, my last one. My last one is the ice cream truck funeral. <laughs> this went viral on Twitter. I th- so it's funny when you watch it, but it's actually very sweet when you see the backstory of it. So I don't know the location of it, but uh, an ice cream man passed away in some city. And when they did the funeral, they actually had all the local ice cream men in their trucks um, lining up, going down the street, playing their music. So it was actually very nice. Um, it, it's funny on the surface, but actually when you look into it, it's actually very, very sweet. So I thought that was super cool. I thought so. Too. It was pretty funny seeing all these uh, yeah. ice cream trucks with their. I, I didn't realize it was an actual off. funeral. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I think it was an actual funeral when I saw the tweet. I thought it was just somebody making a joke. And then somebody responds and goes, "Hey, my dad was a you know an ice cream driver in like Baltimore or whatever. This is like a thing." So I think that's like actually really cool. Well, uh, all right. For my, oh yeah, it was pretty cool. For my last W and for the for the show this week, uh, here it is. Met fans, you get a W this week because they get a Mets, W. Your Mets have hired, and look as <laughs> it was so shocking that Rob's camera came on to hear this. Uh, Buck Showalter is the new manager for the New York Mets. That deserves a win in itself for Met fans. There is some hope and some life, and I did some research, and about 2019, I believe, uh, WFAN or W fan, radio host yep. Mike Francesca, you might have heard of him, once said that the Mets believe, I mean, he believes the Mets will never hire managers like Joe Girardi or Buck Showalter to fill the team's managerial vacancy. Well, sir, two years, almost three years have passed, and I think they got Buck Showalter. So. He's not even safe when he's retired. Um, one little, just a little wrinkle, no pun intended for where this is going. Um, fireman Joe enlightened me. Do you want to know why his name is, uh, his nickname is Buck and why it's stuck? I see what you did there. No. Supposedly he used to walk around with, uh, you know, his, his stuff out in the clubhouse and he walked around buck naked, which is where the nickname came from. So was Uh, he, uh, thankfully it hasn't happened. Hopefully it doesn't happen anymore. Sure, that won't resonate with his players that are a third of his age. I can't even. I was gonna say I was gonna reference the Pete Rose thing, but I can't say it and do it justice. I might butcher it. Oh, but Rob Pete knows Rose what I'm Pete Rose once said that I believe it was Joe DiMaggio was a, a penis with a man hanging off of him. <laughs> I think it was DiMaggio. It was either him or Mantle. It Whatever. Was, it, I think it was DiMaggio. Yeah, because Frances is a huge DiMaggio fan. 
we have we've run way too long and we still have a top five to get to um oh i don't really have, i don't have no analysis for my top five so we might as well just go right through this uh um, yeah let me uh all right so ladies and gents out there we're doing a top five this week um uh because we're not doing two episodes we're just going to cram a top five and a, a w and an l into the same episode uh, Joel and I have ranked our top five um, winter holiday movies. So top five Christmas movies or any other holidays that have to do with winter. I have uh, a tie for third. So I actually have six. Um, we're going to run through this. I don't have a ton of um, analysis for any of these, except they have the first two. So I have, n- I have no analysis, but just. Yeah. I said, I bet I pretty much have a list. My number one gets, gets a little brief description. Uh, honorable mention off the bat for me, elf. That's all. Oh, Elf. honorable mention for me is the other uh, Grinch that came out two years ago. The animated good one. Well, that's a good segue because that is my number five. Okay. Number Grinch. five for me is Elf. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Uh, number four, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Well, we're going to have the same top five. Number four for me is A Charlie Brown Christmas. I think it's a classic. And it's nice and, that it's on every year. And it's fitting because I got this in the mail, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh, I got yes. my Christmas card from one Rob Grable here, and uh, says, "Sing a song of Christmas, make joyful noise, let everybody rejoice." And this king gave me a Trust the Podcast card. It's not here anymore for NFL Shop. So thank you, sir. I did enjoy the gift. Your gift has been delayed. Thank you, USPSC, for losing my package. You will forever be uh, grateful for losing my package and losing me. Money. We threw uh, we threw Benny and Hazel's name on the card too. I, I'm actually excited. So uh, I, I'm not gonna. I, I promise I won't. I'll limit myself thirty seconds. We did the Christmas cards on Sunday night. I was terrified they weren't gonna get to anybody on time. USPS is on top of their game this year. I got text messages. Uh, so I found out from you just now. Got a text from one of her friends. Got a text from two of my friends. Uh, her brother, her sister, and brother-in-law. Got their car today. I'm assuming people are starting to get their cards in the mail. So I'm actually thrilled that cards are making it to people before Christmas. Because sure. we, we, I sent them, I literally walked them to the mailbox like 10 30 on, so on Sunday night. So we sat there and did them all day Sunday. We, uh, we printed out the dog photos earlier in the day, took care of it. Um, so I'm happy everybody's getting their cards. So uh, Merry Christmas to you. And uh, there's Thank a picture you. of us with Santa Claus in there with the dogs. Yes. And it um, does say, and my parents did also did get their cards. Well. Yes. Awesome. Cool. Uh, yeah, we so sent one to your parents, and we sent one to you as well. Love always, Rob, uh, producer, Benny the Jet, and Hazel. Because I don't know if yes. the, the producer wants her name out there like that. But uh, yeah, thank you. It was uh, lovely. And awesome. Love the gift. Definitely will buy a Corkmaz jersey with this. But then it's I think NFL, technically so. it's a Fanatics. It might actually be a, a Fanatics gift card either way. So you might be able to get a Corkmaz from there anyway. If not, then I'll get a. An old school, uh, I don't know, Eagles jersey. I'm sure you'll find something there. Cool. Yeah, Hopefully, you get you. something nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Of course. Um, so we are three. on number three. Yes, uh, I have a tie for this one. How about you? Home Alone, no tie. Okay, fair enough. I, I some people don't consider that a Christmas movie. I think it's fine. Um, I, I'm I'm not a stickler for this. Um, Christmas movie, if it like Mighty Ducks counts. Um, yes, whatever. it does. Um, Number three for me is a tie between Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I just kind of grouped them together because they're both animated. They both tell a nice story. And they're both things that you watch as a kid, grow up, and probably watch again as adults. So um, I, I kind of consider them similar. Charlie Brown's separate because it's a different thing. Rudolph and Frosty, I kind of consider together. Also, um, 
they both cool they have uh, very good christmas songs that accompany them so and so do, so do the peanuts actually so whatever sure. i didn't put a ton of thought to this it's it's been years since i've seen those movies those enemies since i was a kid actually so funny you yeah. say that I, I should rewatch those charlie brown comes on almost every year just like the yeah christmas it's on every story. year it comes on every year yeah and it's like a half hour isn't it something like that. It's half hour to 45 i don't know uh number two the nightmare before christmas don't think I've ever seen that. Um, I've seen it once, but it was so memorable that I liked it. Jack, he's everywhere. Uh, number Hello. two for me is probably going to be something that nobody has on their top five. Um, Bad Santa with Ooh. Billy Bob Thornton. I've never seen that. I did and see a little midget man. I was going to put it, but I haven't seen it. So I can't. <laughs> it, it's very funny. I don't remember much, but I remember the first time I saw it, how funny it was. <laughs> I think I watched it down the shore, actually. Oh, nice. Um, my number one is a movie you probably haven't heard of, and it's not even Christmas. It's more Hanukkah, but it does have Christmas in it. Um, it's Eight Crazy Nights, animated uh, movie cartoon with Adam Sandler. So I know the song by Adam it's Sandler. It's a I don't technical know the... foul. It's I don't know. It's great. I like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about the uh, the actual like the movie or anything. Um, number one for me is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the one with Jim Carrey in it. Ooh. It's just, uh, we actually haven't watched it this year. A couple of years ago, we watched it like three, four times. Uh, I love that movie. It, um, honestly, I think the reason I like it so much is because uh, I think when I, when I first got into a relationship um, six years ago, it was around Christmas time, and we watched oh. The Grinch a couple of times that year. So uh, it became kind of like a tradition for us to watch it every year. I'm surprised it went um, Titanic. No, well, I don't have enough time to watch Titanic. <laughs> Three hours, four-hour movie. So, well, I actually have a, another W. Oh. Um, I bought a binder the other day and sleeves for the binder, so I now no longer have a pile of my podcast notes on my desk. Yes. They're all neatly in my binder, uh, which I will definitely let pile up again as we move forward. Mine um, are somewhere in the cloud in, in the deleted world. So. So. I like to print the rundowns in case we get big. I will always have these rundowns handy. I can sign them, sell them on eBay if I ever need to pay the mortgage and don't have a job. Um Nice. <laughs> so when our when we when we get big, I'll sell my uh, my pod notes. Uh, we can make it into some kind of NFT and run with that as well. Um, how would you feel if someone gave you an NFT for Christmas, real quick? <laughs> I have no idea what that really is. So the 49ers um, did some sort of a, a secret Santa where they all had a thousand dollar minimums, uh, or it might have been the Colts. Whatever team was, they had a thousand dollar minimum. Somebody got an NFT for Christmas. And the first comment said, if I'm getting an NFT for Christmas, I am punching you. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know if they are. I would be cool, thankful. Hopefully I'm rich after that and let's keep it moving. But uh, I suppose. If, I think it's stupid. That's that's if you give me something I gave you nothing. If I gave you something pretty cool, don't give me an NFT. Uh, well, it... it Thousand dollar minimums. They were giving each other Rolexes and pairs of shoes that are like not even available. One somebody True. just gave somebody um a hundred or a thousand dollars cash to go buy whatever they wanted. Now this is a person who the person who gave the NFT is a nut who gives yeah. who likes NFT. So it's like, do you trust? Yeah, me? I didn't see who it NFT. was. It was just like a little TikTok. Eh. So, um, well, Rob, we've gone two hours at least into the podcast, yeah. and thank you, listeners, who have been with us on this journey. For what three, four months now, Rob? Like it's been, or five? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a crazy wild ride, a lot of ups and downs, 
well, not a lot of ups, a little bit of downs with the uh, uh, COVID internet, but uh, uh, and car troubles. Car troubles, yeah. Um, but uh, it's been fun. Uh, Christmas holiday is right around the corner, literally yeah. within days. Um, it's been fun, man. It's been yeah, fun. we're gonna have. Um, we'll do we'll do another one before the year ends, maybe two of them. Uh, we'll kind of yeah, touch yeah, on sure. what we're thankful for for the year, grateful, uh, a little bit of a year in review kind of thing. We'll look sure. back at like a timeline of, of events. I think that'd be a cool little idea. Um, and we so might. we won't go too deep into the uh, the whole, oh, I'm so thankful for everything right now. Yeah. We'll do that next week. We might even have a guest or two. We'll probably yeah. bring on a returning guest. Yeah. Uh, maybe Fireman uh, Joe. Maybe I'm cool redacted. with that. Again. Yes. Let's do a round table. Let's get 16 people on here and we'll just all talk at the same time. That's why you're gonna hear nothing but just blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look into can uh, somebody to come on, uh, but uh, in the meantime, uh, we'll talk to you next week. We'll do a little bit of football next week, but we'll primarily, I guess, do a, a year in review. I'll see if I can find a timeline or of events online um, of all the big stuff that happened in 2021. Yeah, um, and we can uh, just kind of re- remember how we felt in the moment, and then uh, how we feel about it now. Uh, in the meantime. Um, any of our Jewish listeners out there want to wish everybody a happy belated Hanukkah. It actually occurred a few weeks ago and I think it, it finished a week and a half ago. Um, happy Kwanzaa to anybody that celebrates that. Um, obviously Merry Christmas to almost everybody that's listening. Um, happy holidays. Um, everybody please be, be safe driving. Um, you know, it's, it's no different from New Year's Eve or, um, or how uh, the night before, um, Thanksgiving, a lot of craziness on the roads, a lot of, uh, intoxicated people, um, sure. stay home if you need to um, enjoy it with your loved ones um, hug them all moments. let yeah. them know you love them because you know how much learning you got um, and then you know just treat other people nicely that's all you can do for hopefully sure. everybody gets what they were uh, were hoping for hopefully everybody was able to give other people what they were hoping for obviously money's tight everywhere um, I think the best thing you can do right now is make memories so well said um, well said. Uh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Um, hopefully, if you're listening and you're friends with us, hopefully you got my uh, Christmas cards because I was worried about them not showing up on time. <laughs> uh, so I did. Hopefully, everybody I out there has a nice uh, next couple of days. Uh, throw on the pod when you're done talking politics with your family, you're done watching football and basketball for the day. Sit around the Christmas tree, listen to us talk about football. For sure. Um, until next time. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Stay safe, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, three and a half months. And a whole year to go in 2022. Yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, episodes next week. Until yeah, then. we got one left. We got one more. Yeah. Until then, trust the podcast, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs>